Was you smoking a Newport right. earlier? Was you smoking? Is that what I saw? No. What was you smoking? Oh, that was a hookah. I thought I saw you smoking a Newport what, what? earlier. Oh, yeah, I was. I thought you said, was I smoking a hookah? I was like, where I get a hookah from? I nigga, mean, I don't know. I thought you had a, por- a, por- a portable hookah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I got something you in my fucking nose. Hookah. He's but anyway, man, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we bake, we bake, we big bake with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. I'm your illustrious host, Jerome Williams. I'm joined today with my uh, by my good sister, uh, Leslie Brown. How are you doing this morning, this fantastic Sunday morning? I'm good. I'm so good, y'all. Mm-hmm. I got my man that ain't my man, so I'm in a real good mood. You, you, you care to inform the listeners about your man that ain't your man? Cause He's my man. <laughs> I don't know who man he is. I, he ain't oh, mine, okay. but he's mine. Oh. He's my man that ain't my man, and that's all that matters. And so, he knows that he's my man that ain't my man. So, so you're not gonna tell you're not gonna tell him how how, how you uh how, how you was mad because because he, he went on a date. <laughs> and yeah, you, and you I was him? out to a, wait. So I was out to a, and I saw him out uh, on a date, and I had got mad. Like, why am I mad? Because he's not my man. But I got mad, and so I had said something. But, but he, he your but he your man. After your I man. said something, then he became my man. After after you said you was mad, you sent him out on a date, and you had to let him know what was on your heart. He, then he became your yeah. real man. Don't he going on dates in front of me? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 that's the real thing, dog. Y'all got that bad. <laughs> don't be going on don't dates in front of me. me. Y'all go somewhere else. Don't come where I be. That's how. Just don't bring. Don't come where I be. You know. Hey, you see, you you be out with a show. You see somebody you be like, I ain't seen you in six months. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, yeah. But see, the the good thing about me is I don't show out in public, so you can definitely have your way in public. But behind no, see y'all y'all don't show out, but y'all got a little subtle way of y'all a shade shorty or something, and she don't even be know what's going on. No, you know what? I don't even be shady. You 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 a whisperer? I beat that bitch up. Like whoa, Uh -uh. (laughs) you know you know deep down inside I'm a hood nigga, so I don't really be on that shit with the bitches. I don't I don't really just fuck what the hoes do. I'm talking to the man. Mm -hmm. Like I don't care about so much so so much for so much for our advertising dollars. I was I I was so worried with a girl, dog. She was in so much danger, had no clue. Everybody I, listen, I was like, please, y'all. Let me tell y'all please. something. I was out with somebody. I ain't gonna say no names. And they girlfriend threatened me real bad. I ain't gonna say no names, but they girlfriend threatened me real bad. She was like, uh, I don't give a fuck how long a bitch knew my nigga that no bitch trying to fuck my nigga. And I'm like, are you asking me or are you telling me? Like, I feel attacked because. Girl, I'm up for a challenge. Like, your man gonna be my man. Leslie, you a petty nigga, dog. Also, 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 hold on a second. Let me finish introducing y'all, dog, because the the listeners don't even know who they listening to right now. Y'all have went on a whole tangent off of me (laughs) introducing Leslie. All right, so we also got, I'm also joined by my good brother, Montre Brown. How you doing this week, brother? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, I'm doing very good. Bless, you know. Um, I thought we had a 15 minute rule. I thought so. I, I, I thought so as well. Like you know, Le- Leslie, I was I was trying to get you, Leslie, but uh, you know, we uh, we're passionate guys. You know, we haven't seen Your last name Brown you know. Bra- Brown this week. <laughs> oh yeah, his last name ain't Brown. We've been lying to the people all this whole time. What's your last name, dog? It, 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 it been lying to us all this time. 
He been like, hey, I, who, who is this guy? I don't even know who he is. For the last but 20 I years, I thought his last name was Brown. It's actually Posey. I've been in no, it's, it's Montrey Brown Posey, sir. <laughs> this, this nigga's a hyphenate. I don't, I don't trust Sometimes I, don't I trust use you no the more. Brown. Sometimes I use the Posey. Sometimes I use both. It just depends on what alias you, gotta, you need. You got you to you you switch it up on them. Just no, depends I mean, on which alias you need, huh? But but legally, <laughs> I can options. use whichever one I want to. You got, you got options. Yeah, you understand me. But but Players besides, understand but besides that, how are, how are you doing, brother? You know I understand aliases. You hear me? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Can you, can, can, can you stop good, smoking man. your USB stick for 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 the next hour? <laughs> I wasn't even. I was just laughing with my friend Blake. Oh, okay, okay. Why are you getting? Sure. Hey, hey, What's hey, hey, man. We, we we had we had a discussion, you know. We went to HR. We sat in the office. Mm-hmm. I don't need you attacking me. Okay, I won't attack you. you attack you're not you. supposed to attack me until this, we at least thirty minutes into this. This, this is you know I mean? this is new energy. I'm supposed to be presenting here, so maybe 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 you're yeah. right. Uh, and yeah. I, I'm, we're also joined by my good brother Sidney Blades. It's B L A D E S uh, for anybody who Doc, wants to know. It's not B L A Z E. Doctor Blades. Doctor Blades. Doc, yeah. How you doing, Doctor Blades? To me, re- refer to me by my. Title, please. I'm sorry. I'm good. Oh. Here, what's going on? Here, here. Bacon, egg, and cheese with the bev. With the bev. Just had one. <laughs> Bacon, egg, and cheese with the bev. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all know we talking about. I'm good though, man. I've been on a little mini break, man. I've been doing absolutely nothing for the past about ten days, man. That's a nice Adidas. Best time of my life. That's a nice Adidas sweater you got on too. I like that. Oh, I appreciate yeah, that, brother. That's a fire. That's a fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But uh, what, 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 what do we, what do we want to start uh, today? Um, for the listeners who who've been looking for our show, we 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 not streaming live anymore on Sundays. Uh, we 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 got something special for y'all, but we are not streaming live on Sundays no more. So just keep that up. Uh, let y'all know so y'all won't be looking for us on Sunday. We're doing kind of like a soft reboot of the show. Because I want to take some of our content in a little bit uh, new direction and start giving y'all a little bit more. Just so y'all know. And if y'all not aware, like I said, y'all can go check out um, uh, everything that we do over here at Unlabeled at, uh, at WeDefineOurselves.com. WeDefineOurselves.com. Uh, we got merch over there. We got more shows. We got more content. All that stuff over there. So if y'all are interested in checking out more about Unlabeled the Podcast, please go over there. Also, if you listen to this on YouTube... Or you listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you at. Please like, rate, and subscribe. Do all that shit. Uh, show us some free love over here, man. You know, click the like button, click the subscribe, rate the show, all that. You know, do all that from the top. So, as, uh, if that's over for housekeeping, uh, I think I've asked everybody how they doing this weekend. Um, my uh, my Trey, I want to ask you a question, man. I'm, I want all y'all to answer, but I think I'm gonna start with my Trey. My, my, my Trey. Well, so, well for, be, be, before you ask the question, go ahead. You need some pet the abysmal. Do I need I some pepper? Don't ask if you needed some alka seltzer. What's going on with me? Yeah, yeah. No, you we you were struggling a little bit in that first coming through. We thought we we really was concerned. Oh, I think I had the belch. I didn't even realize that. So you gonna, okay? Okay. Oh, okay. So you trying to be funny? All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Leslie said alka seltzer. I was funny about pepper biz, but yeah, <laughs> this is just a little funny. I was struggling a little bit. I didn't realize I was struggling. Too shame. Too shame. I didn't realize I was struggling over here, man. I had a little bit too much grease for breakfast. I must have. I must have. But y'all, y'all, if y'all want to, if y'all want to do this, we can do this in front, in front, in front of the listeners. Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all know how Tommy Brown get down. 
Like, <laughs> no, act up in front of company. No, act up in front of company, man. Like, I mean, I've been in mode for like two weeks. Hey, 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 hey. Shout, shout, shout out to Kendall though. Shout out to Kendall too, man. Yeah, Kendall yeah, Kendall, yeah Kendall ain't here today. He, uh, um, yes, sir. I think yes, he sir. have an open toe surgery. Mm, I was gonna say I thought he was at the toe convention, but mm-hmm. oh, the toe convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think that ain't until uh, um, January. What the uh, was it, Tomacon? Hey, hey, shout out to Kendall, man. I love you. <laughs> 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 I ain't know that shit with him, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Always trying to be neutral. You always trying to be. I'm Switzerland. Just like Jesus. And that's why you Jesus now. Like I said, I'm Switzerland. I'm Switzerland, man. I'll I'll charge you $100 if you can find Switzerland on the map. What? What a bad bitch. You got me fucked up. This is a doctor, nigga. Oh, yeah, that's right. You are Dr. Blades. I forgot you are Dr. Blades. I forgot you are Dr. Blades. We got this PhD. Got a, got a yeah. PhD. Hey, I'll pull one down from the, from the, from the like in the classroom, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Go play with me, dog. Dawson, <laughs> no, I, oh. I pull one down from the classroom. <laughs> oh man, but okay. So now I'm gonna ask the question now because I'm, I'm I'm done struggling over here. I ain't got nothing to drink up here either. Damn. But uh, uh, my tray man, I'm, I'm, I'm asking all y'all, but I'm gonna start with my tray man because I'm because because you know sometimes listeners like people that that are fans of podcasts they don't know who they talking to, who they listening to, or why they listening to them. Let me ask you a question, my tray. Why, why why would somebody tune into a podcast that you're a part of, that you're a co-host of? Oh, because I'm phenomenal. <laughs> um, Facts. We're gonna start with that mm-hmm. and humble Thank too. Thank you, Blades. We 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 gonna start there. I'm phenomenal. Um, First and foremost, uh, I'm gonna say 99 percent of the time, I know what I'm talking about and I'm right about what I'm saying. Also, also, so, also we, true. Thank you, Blades. Um, there's a lot of things. Um, you know, just my background. You know, I own a couple, a few companies. You know, so uh, just my business background, financial background. Um, you know, I, I just have a lot to offer, and it always goes back to I'm phenomenal, and I'm normally always right. So correct, and as a and as a person, that's always right. Uh, um, how, how do you think that makes people feel around you? <clears throat> I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, I don't care, really. <laughs> never have, <laughs> never will. <laughs> I'm 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 in that uh, space of we'll give two fucks. Oh, okay, okay, and and then and then let me <laughs> let me ask you another question because you were you were being you were, you were, I th- I feel like you were downplaying the size of the, the 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 corporation that you run. You employ you know a couple thousand people, if I'm correct. Um, well, I don't really want to say that uh, out loud how many people I employ because um, we do have haters and people that would like to see my downfall, but it won't happen. Period. So, uh, you know, because I would love to just share this love with, you know, what I mean, share this love and the success and, you know, just the energy that I'm I'm in, you know, with everyone. But everyone, you know, they just don't look at it like that. So, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. It's, it's hard, man, when you're fucking great, man. You know, some people just want to hate and tear you, you know. down, right? Right. And when you're always right. Yeah, when you're always right, man. Yeah. So you ever, you, you ever tried to be wrong before? I have. It don't work. It don't work. So, because even when you even even when you're wrong, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. Jerome, Jerome, you know, you could have just explained me. I get yeah, that. Yeah, that that pretty much summed it up. That's I what I thought, it. man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
we're gonna have to do better in the future, man. Making making sure that uh, my my tra- my trades always uh, uh, we can try to prove him wrong in, in these uh, upcoming episodes. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm here for it. Good luck with that. And, and Blaze, man, I, I, I would like to. I, I, would, I like to propose the same question to you, uh, as as a co-host of a podcast. Like, why 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 would somebody listen to you, Blaze? Why why, why would they uh, want your opinion on and thoughts on things? Uh, I, I think I got a unique perspective. You know, as a as a former criminal and current upstanding citizen. <laughs> I think I can get both sides of the table, both sides of the coin, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody, can't, Absolutely. everybody can't do that. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, man. So Absolutely. Like, like, like with, with you, with you being a former criminal, and 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 I'm pretty sure it wasn't any uh, petty crimes that you committed. I'm pretty sure they were at no, the, the, the no, highest, no, highest no. blue collar level of uh, criminality. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we going. We talking major felonies here. <laughs> So we're talking major felonies here. Uh, Statue uh, of limitations, baby. Statue right, 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 right. So with, with with these major felonies, like uh, um, it, uh, it, I'm trying to think, how, how can I ask this question in a in a political way? Uh, with these major felonies that you committed, let's, let's just say I know the shooter and the victim. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you let's, know just, let's just say that I know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Broad spectrum, spectrum. A broad spectrum. A broad spectrum. So, what, uh, why why you were committing these uh, these felonies? So that we speak of, um, uh, what what was your Allegedly. mindset? What, what was your mindset going going through? Oh, whoa, 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 he would do nothing, nothing like that. This is okay. Black Jesus. He didn't do this. This, 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 this is this is a this is a black oh. business owner. Up, upstanding. Multiple business. Yeah, multiple. Hey, 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 Contributed to the economy. I'm Taylor Swift. Ta- Taylor Swift. Hey, he, Taylor Swift. Hold on, he, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Let me man, see come, come on, man. shots over here, man. That's Blaze. That's Blaze Swift. That's, but, hey, come on, Doctor Blaze Swift. Doctor Doctor Blaze Swift. That's uh, right. Uh, hey, hey, wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. Legend. Uh, allegedly, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, so, so with these with these alleged, alleged crimes, because uh, the the common thought process is that that people. That people do things just people do things just to to do them or because they they're just that's oh, the, no, that's I, their I, nature. Anything I did was for money. Uh, uh, that, what was that again? Anything I did was for money. I ain't do nothing just to be doing nothing. It, it, it had to have money at the at the end of the day. Mm, so, okay, yeah. So 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 you know some 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 uh some criminals are victims too, huh? Hey, everybody's a victim, brother. <laughs> of this great great American culture that we're part of. Hey, we are. Of this capitalistic society. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I want I want, I want I'm, product of my environment. <laughs> I want I want all the listeners to keep that in mind next time. Next time when y'all listening to Blaze and, and his thought process on things that that you know sometimes criminals are victims to. Leslie, Leslie, like you're 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 last, but but not least. So I want to <laughs> ask most, you. Most well. definitely. <laughs> and my try stop laughing back there. I'm <laughs> Well, as a, as a co-host of, of of this wonderful show that we building over here at Unlabeled the Podcast, uh, 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 what, 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 why would somebody uh, listen to you, Leslie, uh, uh, as a co-host on the show? Because I am funny. Okay, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Real funny. Um, I'm good. highly educated. Um, talk Say a that. little shit. Talk a little shit. And um, 
Just a little shit? I know the feeling. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. okay. And um, I can give you guys some good advice. Um, I can give that woman's opinion, even though my mind is a little different from a lot of women because I've been around y'all so long, so I kind of know. Um, so, yeah. I <laughs> what mean, you know? I'm, just a, I'm, I'm, a good, you? I'm a good person, all around, fun gal. Um, you definitely be entertained. <laughs> Um, and I don't lie, so be careful what you ask me, because I'm not gonna lie. What you, what you, what you know though? What you, what you, what you fun type of guy? Right. What you, what you trying to expose to the listeners? What you know? I know everything. You know everything. I know everything. I just don't say that. Mm-hmm. I, I know everything. Everybody tell me everything, and I just you zip mm-hmm. lock lock throw throw away the key. My mama gonna know though. Your mama. Hey, what, what, <laughs> my mama gonna know. Hey, what, what, hey, what was the name of the person uh, on the Matrix? The Oracle. the Oracle. The Oracle. The Oracle. That's the Oracle. 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 Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you call me. Moving forward. The, the Oracle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Leslie. Leslie, the, the Oracle. So that, that's what we're gonna tap in. That's gonna yeah. be Leslie's name from here on out. The Oracle. And mm-hmm. she can bake the shit off some cookies. Yeah. I do oh, don't, I don't, 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 that, 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 she burned now. Let's, let's not get it okay. twisted. She, mm-hmm. she gets it in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now, 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 Leslie, you can fi- you can finish you can finish tell us the story about your man. That's not your man, but now now is your man some somehow. Man. What else I gotta say? Oh, you finished it. Yeah, that's it. Y'all need to know all of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, yeah. Y'all, you, need know, y'all need to know nothing more than that's just my man. That's not my man. That's it. That's all. Okay. So, so y'all ain't gonna so, never see him. Y'all ain't gonna never be around. Okay. okay. I got a, I got a question. I got a question. What's uh? What's what's his responsibilities as as your man, not your man? Because uh, whatever I ask him to do, say less. So keep it keep it private till you know it's real. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw that on the meme somewhere. I just, I'm just gonna pop out Mary one day. It's gonna pop- and I'm not having a wedding. Like we just gonna go somewhere. We we gonna probably be drunk and be yeah. like you know what? Let's get married and go. Get married, and then I'm just gonna pop out married. Like, oh, y'all, I'm married. No, 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 Leslie, you ain't got. You got to do like me. Mine gonna be private somewhere on an island, and only, only none of my poor friends gonna be able to come. So it's gonna I be very private. Be no, Might no, be about twelve no, people. No. There. <laughs> Trey, I thought, Trey, 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 but you mean you mean tell me a high profile CFO of, of itself like you have poor friends still? You said what? Oh, but I got a lot of. Them. I said a high profile oh, well, CFO you, 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 is yourself. No, you, you have a lot of poor. Listen. Listen, man, you you can't help everybody. You know, you you can give them advice and try to bring them with you, but if they're not going to listen, they're not going to listen. So, mm. you know. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm from Milwaukee. Hey, that's, hey, that's real man. shit, Trey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. real shit, Cause, man. Because people will watch you get out here and do good and then still do the dumb shit that they do. And then, yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand and, it. And, 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 and not actually. Like, man, hey, jump, on this, jump on this train. Yeah, man. yeah. How can I come out there? You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> I jumped on the train immediately. It took me three years and I had a company. You hear me? So, so proud yeah. of you. So proud of you. Yeah, man. Hey, bro, Thank listen. You, I appreciate it. Hey, listen, bro. Everybody can't be great and everybody can't be right all the time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, yeah. hey look, bro. God, God has blessed you with mo- with a multitude of, and, of, and of also, talent. And also, when I, say, when I say poor friends, I'm talking about a poor mentality, poor mindset. Mm-hmm. You can make some good money. You can make some uh, good money. Talk that talk, man. Hold on, let me. Hold on, let me. Yeah. Let me gunshot. You gotta say that loud for the people who thought that you was talking yeah. about broke ass niggas. He wasn't yeah, talking yeah. about. No, he wasn't talking about no broke ass niggas. Them too, yeah. but 
Right. But I'm talking about a poor, having a poor mindset. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm right. talking about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead and break yeah. down a poor mindset. Go ahead. Go hey, ahead. That, that, that's um, even more important, though, because that don't go nowhere. Break down, break down a poor mindset, my friend. You can give, you can give a broke ass nigga, you can give a broke ass nigga some money, but if you got a poor yeah. mindset, that shit ain't gonna change. Poor mindset, you can't be rocking real Gucci and Louis Vuitton, and you ain't got no car. <laughs> like, but like, that you know what I mean? Anyway. I, I can't. Fake anyway, though. That should be fake. No, I, listen, I, I know some who, who no, uh, it's real. It's, some of these niggas it's really good. Real. <laughs> it's real. That's what they. Mm. That's what they doing. Mm. Live at home with grandma. This dude the other day, live, live, at, live, live at home with grandma. Hey. You ain't even got a house hey. in your name. Not even renting your name. It's, it's just poor mindset, man. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's, but that's because they have people uh, that's enabling them and not telling them that they're trash and they need to grow up. Right. And right. I feel like you don't call yourself somebody's friend. Don't call me your sis. And I'm not going to call you bro if I can't call you out on your fuck shit. Like, mm-hmm. I have to tell you, like, hey, man, you, hey, you got to get it together. Like, I have a sister. She, she just lost in the sauce, and I be on her ass. And oh, I know yeah. I make her mad, and I don't care. And I tell her, I know you're mad at me, and I don't care, because what are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. But listen to what I'm saying, and I'm going to get on your ass until you figure it out and do what you're supposed to do. So I feel like people uh, that lack that type of motivation, they they around trash-ass people or people that don't give a damn about you. Because don't be around me if you don't care about me. Don't, don't you? But don't you think? Don't you think a lot of today, today's day and age, with uh, the state of the culture and everything? Don't you think a lot of people have a problem with the truth? Yeah, they do. But at the same, so don't be around me then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard that's to be because I, I mean, you have to. You at this point, you have to accept the truth. Like that's a part of your growth. But again, that goes with the mentality. Some people' mind is not ready for that. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to hold myself accountable when I used to cut up and do goofy stuff terrorizing niggas and shit like that and just thinking that I play no part accountability uh, with friendships, accountability, jobs, mm-hmm. accountability. So it took me a while to get to that point. Um, and now I'm there. So if I do something wrong, I'm going to say, yeah, I fucked up. I'm yeah. sorry. And we're going to figure it out. But yeah. um, and I feel like people who's afraid of the truth, they you got they scary. Mm-hmm. Like you got to step out that comfort zone. Yeah. If, I- if, if, if you're comfortable you need to do more. You need to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's how. For, for some people, all right is just is good enough. Yeah, like, and absolutely, that, absolutely. I, I, That's I why the numbers are what they are, though. That's why under ten percent of people in the in in the United States make over make over a hundred thousand dollars. It's under ten percent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which people don't care, man. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane because like we all don't work with somebody where we like, damn, they should be they should be up here. You know what I mean? No, they comfortable. I'm good. Yeah, this is where I'm at. I I, I think what I what I find out it's it's real hard to be around truth tellers. Like I I consider myself a truth teller. Like I don't sugarcoat shit. Um, I'm, I I do it with tact a lot of times. Uh, but even to, when to I, your detriment sometimes. Right, facts. I like that shit. Yeah, yeah, to my detriment sometimes. But sometimes I love that about you though. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes I I try to I try to I try to exercise tact. But uh, um, uh, some, it's, it still don't uh, land. So sometimes you got to deliver straight and, and, and bump for and forward, straightforward. Because a lot of times I find out is when I when I sugarcoat shit, it don't resonate with people. So like if I just be straightforward, it, it comes out. But I, find, I I know it makes it hard for certain people to be around me because you cannot be a person with a meek, a weak mindset and be around me. You know what I mean? Like because. I'm gonna motivate the fuck out of you if I see you doing something positive. Don't get me wrong; I'm not just gonna shit on you. But when I see his areas of improvement, I'm just gonna tell you, like, hey, you need to improve in this area. Even, like, I even think myself. With me, 
with me, if I like just from being in management and I all I had a manager, um, a district manager, he told me this one time and that shit stuck with me forever. Cause I used to be like, oh, I don't like how this goes. Like just complaining about processes and shit. Like this is annoying. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, let me tell you something. Whenever you bring me a problem, I'm here to listen to it, but I need for you to have a solution to it. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you, since, since you don't like it, what would you do to make it work? What would you do to make this better? How how can you fix it? Since you don't like it, what would you do to fix it? So that is kind of like the mind frame that I go in with a lot of situations. So when I'm talking to people and I feel like you lacking in the area or I'm saying something, of course, it's how you say it. Um, but then I'm going to give you an example of the great outcome of you getting your shit together. You right. know what I'm saying? Like when I talk to try to explain stuff to Lindsay, like, listen. You can't always have an attitude and be, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes, somebody made you mad, but you can't be disrespectful because guess what? Now you're going to be, when people see you, they're going to be like, huh, here come Lindsay. You don't want nobody to be like, huh, here come Lindsay. You know, like, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's irritating, mm-hmm. but fake it till you make it. You in school for a couple hours, you at work for a couple yeah. of hours. So what? Make these that reputation and get them out the door and don't have an attitude. So what? They got an attitude. These people, don't they don't care about you. And you don't know what they're going through. Not saying that it's an excuse for you to be rude, but some people just really be having a lot of shit on their mind Facts. and they don't know how to direct their energy. So don't even give them that shit back. Mm-hmm. You still be you. Get their ass out the door and go about your business because you're going to block your blessings stooping to people levels. You know what I'm saying? So I always just try to give an example of why you need to change what you need to change and how to do it versus just telling somebody you need to do this, you need to do that. Why? Here's why. I'm going to tell you why. Lay this shit out for you real quick because I know what I'm talking about. I, I, so, I, think, I think stooping to people level is, is, is necessary sometimes, though. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I, like, I like stooping to people level. Every nine. Every nine. That's because you petty as hell. I'm petty as fuck. Mm-hmm. That is 100% right. I, get, I don't I, like to go low because I'm going to go lower and uh-huh. I'm going to take it too far. Next yeah. thing you know, that's why such and such died and you dusty like i take it too far so i try not to stoop no i'm I'm, I'm with you it's real hard not it's real hard it's to uh to not stoop to that level no, but, all right kendall 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 got hold on a second Trey. kendall got one of the dopest sayings that i've ever heard he always say uh don't match people energy maintain yours uh and and I, I think that's a good a good teachable lesson for everybody but man me sometimes i, I got i gotta take it all the way to the ground with you and go lower because sometimes people don't know realize that you be being respectful until you get disrespectful yeah but yeah. Rome, mm-hmm. like you know your pettiness is like a 50 cow though <laughs> they 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 can't they normally can't get up from it <laughs> It ain't even no comeback. It ain't, it ain't going to ever get too low because he come with the 50 cow. He, got too, uh, he be having the people going to therapy. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, no. The only other thing is they be ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ther- therapy or fight. I'm sorry. I just... I just yeah. Yeah. But speaking yeah, of nobody fight your big ass, you get no. shot. All right, <laughs> but but, but speaking, <laughs> <laughs> nobody gonna be fighting you. But but, 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 but got, got got your forehead and his chest. And I'm okay. a grown man, <laughs> big ass. Hey dog, but listen, dog. Speaking of pettiness and uh, and truth telling, bro. Like, I, have y'all heard the Drake album yet? Hey, you know what? I, I still haven't listened to it, but it been so much commentary on the yeah. shit. It making me not want to hear it. I've, I've listened to it. You a Drake fan, Trey? I'm a, I'm, you, you, I'm, a, I'm a Drake fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey, yeah, Trey, you I'm, a Drake I'm, fan? I'm a, I'm a Drake fan too. I was listening to it the first time I listened to it, but I had already saw a lot of the comments, you know, mm-hmm. from mainly from our group chat. 
And so, like, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, oh, this, this all right. But what it was is the mood I was in when I started listening to it. You know what I mean? I went back and started listening to it that same day. And I'm like, this shit is horrible. Like, like it really was bad. But then it, and then it hits, like, a point in the album, because it's, like, 23 or 24 songs on there, where it's, like, a... It's a it's a little vibe music on there, you know what I mean. But it's it's not like a, it's it's nothing that I'm you know I'm I'm gonna listen to it a few more times where I can find a couple of tracks I like off there, throw them in some playlists, and I'm done with that album. Yeah, and you, and you say. Time, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. No, I was about to ask Blaze, but because I thought you was done making your point, go ahead. No, yeah, the first half of that album, like the 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 production is just it's not there. It all like he had some songs where it almost sounded like some he was trying to do a Kanye type of sound. You know what I mean? Like it, it just it didn't it wasn't a Drake album that I'm used to whatsoever. Yeah, man. I'm I'm I mean, I, it, it seems like people been saying that, but uh leaving out the him and twenty one album, like the last what, two, three albums for Drake been like not taken well. I haven't liked anything besides her loss since Scorpion. Any solo Drake uh, props in Scorpion, like it, I don't like uh, all that damn singing and slow, slow rapping and singing <laughs> shit. That irritates me, child. I'm sorry. That you sound, you, sound like you sound like Kendall. Kendall hate that shit. Kendall it, hate like, that like, shit. Like, it really does. It, it's like cringy. It vibe, Kendall said he don't want to hear that singing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, hey, 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 it, it, it be a vibe though, man. Like, like it just it, it, it be it, it just depends on what mode you in. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I like to travel like a lot. Like I be, we be on beaches and shit. I be wanting to hear that Jamaican, you know what I'm saying? Like I be mm. vibing to a lot of that Drake shit. But like you just riding in the car, he ain't gave you nothing in a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like just he done had a, he, I mean he's had a couple songs that were good, but as far as album wise, and I'm a Drake fan too, so like yeah. he got I, a couple tracks on this this album, but it, it just ain't. It's not a good album though. Yeah, I I consider myself a fair critic. I tell people all the time I don't compare Drake. To Kendrick, Cole, none of them. Like I don't, I don't compare Jay to Nas. I've never been that way. I've all, if I like an artist, I like I'm coming to you for a certain sound, a certain vibe, whatever. I don't mind nobody being experimental. I don't mind like like Kendrick went from Good Kid, Mad City to Pimp a Butterfly. I love to Pimp a Butterfly. That that album wasn't wi widely received as well as Good Kid, Mad City, but it's a phenomenal album. Like and he was being experimental. He was more in his artist bag. I didn't judge him from jumping from. Good Kid, Mad City into uh, uh, into to Pimp Butterfly. I don't never judge artists when they do that. When Drake did his his dance album, being experimental with his sound, I didn't I didn't uh, judge him for that. I I didn't even look at that in, in the cat same category as Drake's quote unquote hip hop albums. You know what I mean? I'm like he trying something, so I know he wants this shit to be played in Ibiza, Busan, like you know what I'm saying, all, all that type of shit. Turks and Caicos, he want that. He's trying to set that vibe, so I don't really judge him for that. I, I but what I am going to compare you to is your past works, like like. Kendrick went from Good Kid, Mad City to Pimper Butterfly, phenomenal album, to Damn, phenomenal album, to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, uh, was it Little Steppers? Big Steppers, whatever it is. Big, big, steppers. big steppers, yeah. Mr. Mr. Morale, I don't even think that was widely received because the subject matter is so heavy on that album. You know what I mean? But the album showed his growth. It showed it was it was extremely introspective. And if you would have told me from Good Kid, Mad City to now and Drake's album around that same time that Drake would be that, that Kendrick would be more introspective and would have grown to this point that he is at now and Drake would be where he is right now I wouldn't have believed you you know what and I mean I, and I and I think that's the thing that's, that's standing out to me with when you come to Kendrick Drake and Cole like 
you could see the growth with Kendrick and Cole. Mm -hmm. Or it's like Drake. I, yesterday, I told you, I said Drake going through a midlife crisis. Right. It just seemed like he. I don't know what it's, I don't know what he's doing, man. He doing weird shit all the time. He, I don't know, man. It's yeah, just, Brett, Brett. He's also yeah. an actor though. Like he's a whole ass actor, so he might be just playing the fucking role and just trolling his whole life because he's an mm -hmm. asshole. But like he's an actor, mm -hmm. so you really don't know what he on for real, for real. Like he's not really a rapper what? or whatever that shit is. Like he's a whole fucking Disney actor ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he came, he came from that, but I don't think we can like just always lump him in as that. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no she got, she got, he, she got a point because no, I mean, she's she speak, she's speaking something more about his character because, because, yeah. like I said, because right. yeah, yeah. no, 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 I, I agree with that. For sure. yeah, yeah, all the marketing around this album, I hate. Like, like he he named this album for the dogs. I thought this was gonna be some hard shit. Then the first single he come out, he come out with the song with SZA, and that song was mid as fuck. The only part of that song I like is SZA, SZA uh, verse, like she killed it. Um, but but I don't know what Drake was doing on that song. You know what I mean? So like they, like I said, he teased that he wanted the the album cover to be um, what's her name, Holly Berry getting Holly uh, yeah getting yeah. slime. That was what he wanted. She said, well, "No, we're not gonna use that." So he said, "We're gonna do the joint with my son, with the the dog that my son drew or whatever." Okay, cool. So then he goes from that. To wearing barrettes in his hair, uh, uh, then he's doing the the weird shit with the clips and the and the grill. I'm just like, fam, what are you doing? Midlife like, crisis. Yeah, like like Blake said, man, like he's just out here doing shit. And the first thing I heard, and, and, uh, first thing I felt when this album came on is like, oh, this ain't for me. This is definitely for some kids. When I heard that, when like the first two songs in, yeah. I, I felt like that song was that album. I, was I, for some kids. I was just about to say that though, like you know, like the the, the times keep changing. You know what I'm saying? Like every mm -hmm. year. And I feel like he he going too deep into it with like these young artists coming out and like what the kids like. Fam, you 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 solidify. You can really make your genuine music and people gonna buy it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't have to really try to be so much like these kids coming up. He just trying to stay relevant when you are you you are relevant itself. Mm -hmm. It don't matter. You don't you don't hit a pinnacle. You don't have to do that bullshit. But it's a lot of that in this album though. Absolutely, where you just like, oh, this is a kid, like this, this was some young, some little young punks or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, who trying to vibe or something like that? Yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 so, I, I agree. I, I was and and especially. So uh, let me let me say I, I wouldn't expect this album to sound the way it did with him working with Yachty because Yachty's last project was experimental and it was good music. Like that, like that, that was a good project. That was a good project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he released the, even the, even the the single that Yachty got with J Cole. Like 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 I know Yachty did a lot of writing and probably Sheesh. producing on this shit. And I think uh, KD executive produced the album, but uh, Kevin Durant. But I'm like bro, I'm it's it's just bad, bro. This album is absolutely yeah. basuda. Like, like you I even chill for Birdman be at y'all dog. Like he can Birdman can do whatever the hell he <laughs> wants to. You better, you but, better chill for he flame you like he did Joe Budden. Hey, yeah yeah. But hey Birdman ready to whoop any. Somebody asked, they got beef with. But, I, but, 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 okay, but, 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 he ready to do what to somebody else? He, all right. She said, beat, 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 all right, all right. Pause. <laughs> Wait, how you got to no pause, pause, Leslie? No you got to pause, Leslie. That nigga ain't pause him. Man, listen. But no, seriously, like, he been going crazy and breaking so many people who don't like this boy album. Like, you cannot force people like his album. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't. It's this gangster shit, like. I, I think, I think Drake fans, his initial fans are growing up, and he not, and that's just the fact of. No, like. Say that he, one more he's time. Stuck in a, it's, I said, I Drake. I think Drake initial fans, like when he came out, when we was all fans of Drake. I think we yeah. growing up, and he not. 
And I think is he's stuck in the box, man. And he gotta he gonna have to chill for a minute and come back with something, man. He gotta chill. That's why he's he like, he, and, and he's been putting out but, a lot of music but, over the last couple of years. I, I was gonna say though, but he came out with the one single like uh some months back. What was that song? I can't even think of it. I played that song out. Like oh, fire. The one, the one where he had Kim voice in the uh, uh search yeah, and destroy. Yeah. Search, search and rescue, search and, yeah, search, I, and rescue. search and rescue. Search and rescue. Like that was fire to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so he he'll hit you with some a lot of people like didn't like that song. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like Search and It grew on me, but when it initially no, came out, song, I didn't. That song was fire. Yeah, that's your opinion. But <laughs> like I said, nigga, when it came out, I didn't like this. <laughs> you heard? You heard <laughs> yeah, yeah, Calm down, yeah, Birdman. We, we, we started. This, we started this podcast, but I'm always right. So go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I, 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 I let you know, Trey. Hey, 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 Blaze. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you like always. Mm-hmm. It was a certified banger. That shit was hard. You heard what he said. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I guess 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 I I guess I agree too, Leslie. It's, nah, it's, it's up to you. We disagreeing. <laughs> now, two and two. What y'all want to do? I'm the only doctor on the pod, so yeah, I think yeah. my vote should be right. right. <laughs> None of y'all got a PhD. I you think do. my vote should weigh heavier. Yeah, I, yeah, I just got a bachelor's. I just need to shut the fuck up. Um, he got a P. He got a PhD, and my mom got a master's. So I'm gonna take hers. All right, you gonna, you gonna do- <laughs> what is what is going on today, dog? I don't even know. <laughs> but anyway, back to what I was saying though. But uh, um, but yeah, this 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 album, bro. Like I said, it just it just didn't resonate with me at all. I definitely felt like it was like this is for a younger intended audience. I guess it's, especially with the combination of me knowing that he worked with Yachty on this. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like it was intentional the, the sound, but it just it just didn't do much for me at all. You know what I mean? But it is what it is, man. I, like I said, I, I I do hope Joe Budden. I like okay, uh, y'all do, y'all do know he's been beefing with Joe Budden lately uh, uh, behind his controversial take on the album, uh, which I didn't think was too controversial because everybody agreed with him. You know what I mean? And that and that was what I was going to ask. Why y'all. can't people have an opinion? That's what I was just about mad. to ask you. Like when, like I said, because we talked about truth telling earlier. Like when do does it come come into play? Excuse me, Jesus Christ. Uh, when does it come into play that? you telling the truth about an album isn't received as hate or you having an opinion about something isn't received as hate. Because people think that just because they like somebody, you're supposed to like them or just because they feel mm. like this person is the it person, everything they right. do is just so great. And that's not fair because I don't have to like some shit just because it's Drake. I don't give a damn who it is. If the shit is trash, it's fucking trash. Mm. And y'all can't make mm-hmm. me like it. Period. I think I think because remember he uh, got on Charlemagne ass not too long ago for criticizing. His yeah, he was he too, was the first one he attacked. He he just not used to criti- He not used to like that negative shit. reactions right. to his music, man. Like he right right. Think think how long. I mean, shit. at this point, would have been like almost twenty years. Like Drake been number one, number one, number one. Right. Good album, good album. Right. Critical acclaim, and like that shit started to get to him. You could tell. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't think he. I, and and this is what I'm saying. Like I told y'all, I, I like Drake. I don't think he trying. He trying to make. He trying to be the old Drake, but that shit is. We don't want the old Drake. We want Evolution Drake. I don't even think he's trying to be the old Drake. I just feel like he don't. I, I don't feel like he's passionate about music no more. It, it feel like it feel like lazy song making. He, he Drake even when Drake sing and that was my issue with. <laughs> Sir, Sir, hold on, wait, Trey. That was my issue with Search and Rescue. Even when Drake sing, it's not even the same damn key as it was when he was on. Uh, nothing no, was the same. It's not even the same. Drake at, at some point I thought Drake could actually sing, and and over the last few albums I'm like this nigga can't sing. It's not in the good key at all. 
Maybe it's the girls. He hit that height to where like his fans was like anything he put out was just fire, and he mm-hmm. was saying some just awful, awful, awful lyrics. Like mm-hmm. he was horrible for like five for like four to five years. Drake done hit that point where like no matter even his album is as much as people hate it, it's still gonna be platinum. It's still gonna be you know what I'm saying. It's oh, gonna yeah, be number it's, one. It's, it's, yeah, it's he, he don't yeah. he don't he don't reach it to where like he just giving you like oh let me go in here and throw this shit down like you said he's not really caring about it. Cause Lil Wayne went like four or five years, but he didn't give a damn about no music. Mm-hmm. He was putting out bullshit. Yeah, but his yeah. fans was like, "It was cold. I'm so high, yeah. I can eat a star or some shit." Like, come on, fam, that's horrible. Yeah, it, it's, like, uh, yeah, it's definitely making me appreciate Kendrick and Cole and the, and their frequency of dropping uh, a lot more than um, a lot more than uh, um, uh, Drake's because he's been dropping year after year after year multiple projects. And 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 like I said, it's all been watered down. Like every time Kendrick, for the for the most part, I won't say every time. J, uh, J. Cole's last album was incredible. All the stuff he's doing with Dreamville as a record label has been dope. Um, but it, it was a couple projects in there over the last like ten years that I really didn't care for. But um, but Kendrick, he ain't missed. He ain't, he ain't missed a beat, and, mm-hmm. and he and he drops very seldom. Um, um, and these are just the hot the the, the goats we talking about right now. Of course, there's plenty of other artists that are pretty consistent when it comes to making music. Um, a lot of them that are that don't get that don't get half the, credit, the recognition. They have to one thousand percent. They don't get half the recognition. Um, Travis Scott being one of them, I feel like Travis Scott is he don't he don't miss either. But he don't drop at a high clip either. You know what I mean? But uh, but uh, um, my whole point being, uh, uh, I, I I I I need to see him take a break. To Joe, Joe said this on the show. He said he wouldn't mind him taking a, a two year break. I need to see him take a little bit longer than that. I wouldn't mind hearing from Drake for a while. Let somebody else get well, some of that shot. He's gonna take some time for himself right now. Yeah, he needs to. Maybe maybe a feature here and there. Yeah, maybe Pusha T really did right. take some of that 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 luster that shine off of Drake when when he dissed him. Well, how do y'all feel about stop that? Because he, bro, he made him be a, bro, a, he had, a bro, listen, he, bro, dude ain't addressed. He didn't address Rihanna. Yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of been downhill slide since then. That's what I'm he, saying, he was, bro. After the him and Meek shit, he was at a like a peak. I think that was the peak. Then after right. that pusher shit, it kind of it. I I ain't think about it like that, but it had been. And he ain't addressed. He was at a peak. He, he was at a peak music wise, but like he still was number one after that. Every he time still. I was talking about if he dropped. I'm talking about, I, bro. It's a machine behind Drake. I ain't, ta- I'm them, them numbers and shit. That's all political. I ain't getting into that number. I'm talking about the artistry. Yeah, not artistry. Yeah, no. That's what I'm talking no, about. I'm not talking. I can't. I can't fight that. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about the numbers because we all know numbers can be manipulated. It's machines behind shit. It's in, it's interest. And Drake is one and of he'll, Drake is like he'll Apple, be number bro. One just because he Drake, right? Right. Drake exactly. is Drake is like Apple, bro. He too big to fail. So at some point, there's gonna be a machine that gets behind yeah. him and continues to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, that's no, how know, that's how yeah. that's how shit work. It, like like you know what I mean? Like it's it. Drake got a lot of people on the payroll. It's a lot of people interest in Drake being the biggest artist in the world. Like you know what I mean, so it, it, but it, it, he's going to say. How are you going to come back? Um, <clears throat> how are you going to come back from somebody basically like exposing like your whole kid? Like that was like the that was like the lowest of the low to the blow. Like mm-hmm. we got to fight, or I'm going to have to shoot you. Like the, it was one of those. Tell, and, the, the, and, tell it bothered because he's still shooting shots, right? 
And they, mm-hmm. they, it's, they subliminals, but they ain't nothing direct. But that's the whole issue. Like, you yeah. can tell. Like, light like, skin shit. Yeah. There we go again with the light skin shit. Mm-hmm. He even tried to it have it. all boils down to him being a light skin ass nigga. He even tried to have Jim Jones come out. I don't like you. I don't like you bringing up the light skin shit because, you know, I'm fairly light skin myself. Trey, you okay. are you are the color nigga. You are all right. Hey, man, I'm I'm Drake Bar. Exactly. See, see how I did that. See how I did that. I just dropped your ego. See, hey, but what you saying is he just he said it, but he mean it. Mm-hmm. We said we're we gonna get Leslie. Lying in your lyrics. Lying in your lyrics. We gonna get Leslie in the booth because she because she's spitting. Hey, we ain't gonna start that blaze. But uh uh but but to my point, like I said, he even tried to have Jim Jones come after him and everything. Like I said, I, I feel like some of that shine was definitely taking off his artistry. I don't know, like I said, if it, it hit if it just hit him in a, a certain a I, certain I never looked at it. I never looked at it like that, but you yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, because like I said, he addressed I'm everybody on the time. This nigga was dissing Rihanna and ASAP. Like what? Like why are you even going there, fam? Like like, and if y'all don't know, y'all ain't real fans of hip hop because it's subliminals all through that shit. Like like, and that's childish. <laughs> like put a name on it. Right. Say what y'all says. Like skin. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> no, yeah. he didn't. He got say the name. Not, <laughs> say, not, say don't the make name. me feel look, like you, you said you, it. Say you, the mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. You put, you, you put a drama. I am too, though. I am mm-hmm. too. Yeah, out of order. Well, if y'all ain't got no leave that damn girl yeah. alone. He just mad because she ain't want his ass. Light skin shit. See? Mm-hmm. Everything reverts back well, to let... light skin <laughs> shit. <laughs> Leslie, he said, he said y'all keep acting like he ain't over her. So you can't do that to him. He said, like, he want her. He said, better, better, better ASAP than him. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. If, right. if, if her ass uh, DM'd his ass right now, he'd be going mm-hmm. knocking them barrettes out his head to get up over there. Uh, knocking them barrettes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking all them barrettes out to get right up over there. All right. I see what this <laughs> is. And going he ain't going to stop and get him a honey pack on the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak. <right>. Well. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, uh, well, let's let's ch- change gears here and talk about a good rapper, uh, J. Cole. J. Cole has been on a tear. Why do people keep adding him <laughs> to their feature list, fam? Why don't they just leave J. Cole alone? Hey, um, he 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 been on fire, man. The man been on on a, a streak like no other. Man, it, I remember it was a point I was getting hey, this, I, this this verse on Yachty, man. This, this is crazy. That verse on Yachty was insane. The verse on the Drake album is insane though, too. Like yeah. like like. <clears throat> Oh, absolutely, and I can't believe Drake did that shit next to him, bro. Like, just the, I feel like Drake was ad libbing that song. I don't even feel like he was in there like with intents to actually. Yeah, I, I, me as a Drake fan, I'm telling I was you, man, very, I was very disappointed when I, I was like, I said, no, nah, you gotta, go, you gotta go insane on this with J Cole. Like, you just got to. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what did. you would expect. I, I yeah, yeah, I, I was because I was because we done see Drake show approved though. Like he done when he when he's supposed to. Oh, bro, he's supposed to bar up. Yeah, bro. Anybody he rapping with, bro. But like, I was expecting him to go nuts. I played it like three times, so I'm like, maybe I missed it. <laughs> Do you guys think that it. Drake may have possibly back uh, when he was just just giving it to us raw? No pause. Um... <laughs> He maybe had like a like a ghostwriter, and maybe mm-hmm. the ghostwriter got fired, and now he's trying to do it on his own. So that's why he's a little well, off or tacky. Well, well, well no, because he's still. I'm he's st- no, but if you even think to like his last few albums, it'll be a like he has songs where he go nuts. It's just the album is not good. You know what I'm saying? That's and, been like that's one. That's one thing. But Kendall's I, but always the whole point, like about the purpose it. of like, dropping like, the album you know, is 
to play the shit from the beginning to the end <laughs> with no skips. Yeah, but but he trying right. to be on his con he trying to be on his Kanye thing. Like like I'm an artist. Oh not again, you know what I'm saying? You're not answering yeah. my question. Do, do you believe that when he was giving us that where you could play the whole album and we all going like going crazy in real life, not going crazy just because it's Drake, but we real life no. going crazy. No, 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 I'm gonna be real, but like, let, let me jump in because I'm, 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 I am a Drake I'm, fan. I'm really asking so, a serious so, question. So, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm being I'm real be, serious right I'm, now. So I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. I don't, th I don't think so at all. Okay. He done wrote, he, he's wrote verses for Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne just didn't want to do the shit. Like okay. Lil Wayne had to do a feature and li literally, hey, Drizzy, I need you to write me a sixteen for this. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I like, think, like, I think, I think he used to have a chip yeah. on his shoulder, and now he, yeah, when you universally regarded as like the best or you feel like you should be regarded you, as the you best stop, maybe, you, maybe stop, you still ain't got that same motivation like I, you stop giving him who knows kind of, you know yeah. what I'm saying and, and then he like, I was, it and I was gonna say he's super sensitive so like hopefully everybody nice talking about this out everybody yeah everybody talking about this uh <laughs> album though Ho hopefully he get he get 40 about the bed like hey man we gotta go make another one right, real quick right. or something you know what I mean like because he's sensitive so like People went, I mean, like, we done heard people talk about albums, like his album, where like, oh, I don't like it, but some people like it. I have not seen one person say they like it. Uh, I don't think you might be right because I ain't seen no. I've been on Twitter the last couple of days. All kind of stuff me seeing it, but yeah, yeah. But back, but back. So hopefully, he get, back, hopefully back, he get back in the uh, in the booth. Right, but back to Cole. So um, yeah, he's tore, he's torn down shit. Tore down this Yachty feature. Tore down tore down the Drake feature. Uh, what else songs Drake done been on this year? He done been on quite a bit. He done been on quite, quite on quite a bit of songs, but he ain't stopping, oh. man. Yeah, he ain't he ain't stopping. Oh, yeah. I like I don't, some some of the shit that he say. I don't even know. And I normally don't like when people rap about rapping, but Drake Drake J Cole seems to do this shit like so effortlessly, <clears throat> and like he does it real clever. Cause like I like I, it's a lot of rappers that rap about rapping. Like Russ is one of them. I think Russ can rap. I think he's a talented person, but to me, he raps too much about rapping. And I'm like that's that subject matter is like kind of played like. Who does that? You know what I mean? But the, don't nobody rap better than J. Cole, bro. I'm talking about just pure rapping. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody rap better than J. Cole, bro. There, there's better oh. artists, mm -hmm. but rapping, don't nobody. Yeah. I would Ain't agree. I would, I would agree with you. That's the whole. That's that's part oh, part yeah. of my whole thing. Like he he been yeah. killing shit. But I just want to give a shout out to that brother, man, because like he he be going crazy. But uh, uh, how how do y'all feel about Twenty One Savage getting this uh, <laughs> citizenship? I'm so happy for him. <laughs> I love him, y'all. I, I don't know why it took this long. It, it, it took this shit seemed like it took forever. I I, I thought it was funny because Drake, Jay, uh, uh, Drake. Why do I keep saying Drake? Damn, man, he got my damn mind. Like uh, Trey, Trey hated hated Twenty One Savage for the longest, and I'm like, bro, dude, cold. He be going crazy. <laughs> Trey, like, nah, man, I can't stand that dude voice, man. And then when Trey found out that he was from the UK, he was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> he was like, I get why. <laughs>
Twenty One fan. I used to try to get I used to try to get Trey into the dude all the time. I'm like, bro, just listen to him, dog. Like he be. I, he mm. look he a little ignorant, but he be saying some shit. And like, oh, that's mumble rap. 21, that's, this, that, that's this, that, and the third. I'm like, bro, listen to Twenty One Savage, bro. He be going in, and try. And dog, 21, so, Trey was like, man, I knew I knew it was something, man. This whole time I didn't like him because because man, 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 he from Brit, he from the UK, man, he from Britain. Hey, 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 hey Rome was like, no, nah, bro, that that ain't that accent though. It, it ain't. I said no. Yes, it is. That's absolutely the accent. He was like, no, nah, bro, it ain't. That ain't his voice. Like his voice ain't. You can't. You can't even hear the accent. I said, "Oh yes, you can." That's why I didn't like him, Pat. Because I didn't. I was like, "Why does he sound like that?" Because I thought he was from America. You know, you know what, Trey? You right, Blaze. I knew I was, and I man, listen, thank you, man. So now I got to hear from him. Thank you. I appreciate you having my back, man. You right, Trey? I know, bro. <laughs> that man, right? He is. That is a British man rapping. He's a British man rapping like that. He's still from the hood. Like, it ain't, it's not saying he's from the, you know what I mean? Like, he's still a gangster. He's he from the hood, he but he demands them. Demands yeah, them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Sure. Like, he, he's absolutely bloody hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he bro. Yeah. Bro, yeah. bro. 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 Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. He bro. Bro. Like, 21 sound like he's from New York and Baltimore. Uh-huh. That is not right. That accent. <sighs> Well, man, to, uh, um, we, we we might need Twenty One Savage to uh, to go to war for to bring his savagery out because uh, apparently the United States is at war with Israel. Is at war? Well, it's Israel's at war, but you know that means the United States is at war <laughs> since right. since we since we Israel's bitch. Right. How did y'all how did y'all feel about that when y'all heard the news that that Israel was going to war? Man. Like this shit has been going on since I was a kid, fam. I, I was gonna say this. They. That's sad and that's scary as hell. Like I couldn't imagine just being at home and a fucking bomb just goes off, and now my leg is over here, my baby brain over here, like just getting blown to fucking smithereens. Like that but shit this, is about this to shit been going on literally. Like no, seriously, since we were kids, since we was kids Israel, and that Israel, is so sad. And... Yeah. They, where, where they where they at, man? They they got beef with everybody around them, like. Come mm-hmm. on, man. And then here we come. Oh, we got you. Whatever you need, we got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these niggas can't even keep the lights on in America. But but they want to they wanna talk about we gonna we gonna provide aid. Like we we still nigga, you just tried to get sixty billion over there to Ukraine. Like what are we doing? Hey, hey, you know, you know what America is? America, that nigga with six kids who give his uh his side bitch all his check. The step take No, 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 you got six kids at home. The side bitch side bitch over there eating. Six kids at home got on uh, Walmart shit. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand, man. I just want them to just forget my student loans. <laughs> I just want them to forget. <laughs> that's all the good one they can do for me is forget yeah. my student loans. Like, student loans, health care, reparations. Uh, them, them yeah. three on my list. Yes. Let, me, let me get that. Yeah. Then I don't care what y'all do. They sent me a letter. Did y'all? I don't know if anybody on here has student loans. Nah, but yeah, they no. sent a letter. Man, I, I'm a doctor. You think I do? <laughs> he got listen. He got plenty. Sent me a letter yeah. saying that uh, I'm in some type of program, um, some type of forbearance that they're trying to work out, basically, and that I don't have to pay my student. Lo- I don't have to make another student loan payment until like January of 2027. Dude, I'm in the same program. I'm in the same program. Oh, Dude, you the interest stop. 
Hell no, the interest don't shock. Stop. Okay, well, that's some no, bullshit. No, no, no. That's some bullshit. Right, like y'all act like y'all do me a favor. And, and it says on there, like, from the from this date until your next payment is due, you will have accrued, like, it was like $18,000 in interest. Like, I'm not paying this shit. <laughs> I'm not paying. Like I'm going to die in student loan debt. Like unless I win this 1.5 yeah. billion. If I win this 1.5 billion, I pay. Man, all, I still I ain't pay, giving them shit. I pay y'all student loans off. 1.5 billion. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, we ain't <laughs> no reason to. Pity of that can, shit. Look, you will never need credit. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Credit is absolutely I'm just, I'm over it. I feel like the student loan. I pay everybody student loan. And I'm she so mad at my mama. Pay the whole I'm thing. mad at my mama for making me get the shit. Like we got to, we me and her still need to talk about this. Hey, you know they're gonna be mad too because they they can't catch that interest if you play pay everybody student loan off. Anybody <laughs> paying that shit? Man, listen. we're not paying it. Right, we're listen. not paying it, Sally Mae. We're not paying it. Like just move on. We're not paying it. Go bankrupt because we're not yeah. paying it. I'm just, I'm, I, I don't know where I got this from early, but I understood early that student loans was a bad idea. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> like, like I, I mean, I feel bad for y'all, the, the ones, the one of y'all, the one, the ones who do have student loans out there. That's just a that that shit. That system is so antiquated and so fucked up. I still can't believe they charge people as much as they do to go to school. Like, fam, literally everything can be done from a computer. Like, you got these. You can you can get the books on on the computer. You can get uh, like you can take the classes on the computer, and y'all still well, charge. Not, now you can, but that wasn't always the case. Right, that's but what I'm the, saying. But it's the been, best it's, part about it is mm-hmm. you don't even have people even fucking work in their field. Right, but no, no, half, no, no, majority. No. Y'all paying peanuts. There's no way I'm walking around with a degree and y'all thinking that y'all about to pay me some fucking thirty or forty thousand dollars or even fifty thousand dollars. And that's what they do. And that's what they do. Unless you're willing to relocate and go to a place that that cost of living is higher and there's some more demand in that field, which typically it ain't because the, the basic shit that people graduate on, you know what I mean. But but my whole point about the the, the school the school being antiquated, it ain't always been that way. But facts, blaze, it ain't always been that way. But at least for the last 10, 15 years, niggas could ha, have access to the internet and download books to take well, their class over well, and shit like all that. Well, well Rome, you got you got to understand too, bro. You paying for your your head basketball coach's salary. He's making millions a year. Your mm-hmm. your football your football mm-hmm. coach salary. He's making millions with, a year. But those programs like, are also bringing in that's what I thought the program was. Yeah, so yeah. That was my point. Yeah. And and and, and, and now I was gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. Bro that he getting the millions, bro, but the program bringing so much money don't let you go to the tournament. Don't let you be in the playoffs or a bowl game. You get what I'm saying? They just robbing people, bro. Like that's really all they doing. They have more I, than I, enough I think that's money, what bro. college is at this point. It's just a, yeah. a, a sports organization. But, it ain't even really about the schooling no more. But on, but on average, what's like? I, I, I ain't got not. no statistics in front of me right now. But what, on average, how much how much student debt do the average American have? That ones that took student loans on average yeah. about? I would say, and just I would say that shit anywhere between about seventy five to a hundred thousand. That's, that's one. That's one student. Like you get what I'm saying? Like ain't nobody ain't ain't no teacher salary, ain't no, no coach no. salary. That you get what I'm saying? No. Say I just Google it. Say the federal, uh, the average federal student loan debt balance is thirty seven thousand seven hundred eighteen. Yeah, they lie. Yeah, the average, and I and and it's for all. That's, the, and that's the balance. That that's probably not the right total. And then look 40, at the 000, average 000, median. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Hey, like and I said, then, per and person. Then look at the average, the average median household. What they bring in. 
You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Put that up with that. You can't even start your life for a couple of years. Nah, it's more less than more than with a, a, with a degree. With a degree. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah it's I like I said I got an aunt that went to school. Hella, she went to school to be a nurse. Uh, hella student loans. Um, and she's in her sixties almost, and just paid that shit off a few years ago. So it takes time. I say my cousin is paying his. I think he said he paying love for five hundred dollars a month. Um, he been out of school for a minute. Uh, shit, and he's about to be fifty tomorrow. As a matter of fact, he'll be fifty tomorrow. Been paying all that interest. Over five hundred dollars a month in student loans. He, I think he said he maybe got like a couple of more years, and he'll be done. Um, I feel like okay, if you got it and you able to actually make those high ass payments and still still sustain your lifestyle, absolutely pay that shit. Me personally. Mm. I'm not doing it. I'm not Say the average the it. average graduate salary is around forty five thousand. That's you got disrespectful. It by, you got it by state, but it seemed like the average. That is so disrespectful. There's no yeah. way I'm going to school and I'm getting all this debt and y'all only paying me forty five thousand dollars. Like that is so disrespectful, and that's just coming from somebody that went to school and I had to work my way up 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 the corporate ladder, and here it is, the job that I'm in now. It, it's not even about what I know, it's the whole who you know. It, it wasn't even about what I went to school for. It wasn't even my full background. Like, I have enough experience, of course, to have gotten the job, but it wasn't a field that I was already in. It, again, it was a who I knew that was like, hey, I got somebody that I feel can do this job. She a good learner. She whatever, whatever. Can we bring her on? And I did my interviews, like three different people, grilling my ass. And that's how I got the job that I have now. Again, based off of a who I knew, not me personally. And that's that's where that's the slap in the face for me. Like, I went to school. I did what I needed to do. I did all of this shit, and, and I had to get a job because somebody gave me a referral versus y'all not paying me what I'm what I'm worth just because that, that's y'all don't want to pay that. Like that's bullshit. Like it's it's disrespectful as hell. I can't. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I think things done changed a lot now. Like, a lot of these kids now ain't with none of that shit. But we was always told, you go to school, you go to college, yep, you get yeah. a job, you work. And I don't think it was never intended for everybody to be a, a success. Like, college ain't going to make you no immediate success. And college is not yeah. for everybody. I tell that to uh, yeah. my daughter all the time. Like, I'm not going to force you to go to college, but I need for you to have a plan. Like, you can't graduate and think that you're going to kick it and be laying up with your little boyfriend and working at Foot Locker and you're 20 years old. Absolutely not. You need a plan. You like to do hair. So do you want to go to school for cosmetology? What what trade you want to You got to you have to have a plan. Yeah. So but I'm not going to force you to go to a four year university, wasting money, getting in debt. And you really don't want to do the shit. And that's kind of what happened for me. Like my mom made me go to school like she made me get up go yeah, and she yeah. forced me to go to school like i didn't want to do that shit i got a job offer uh when we was in high school remember when all the, the the uh companies and shit used to come our senior year yeah, yeah. i got a job offer to work in customer service for at&t um and they was actually paying a pretty decent amount of money like i could have been good doing just that but i'm like hell no nah. you got to go you got to go and made me go to school so i don't i don't want that yeah. for my child like decide what you want to do i'm gonna support you but we have to have a plan Mm-hmm. And that's the thing too, though. Uh, you know, our parents grew up in a in a culture and in an in area where they were programmed too, and so all they're gonna do is pass it on down to us. And that's really what they did. And I like, I'm I'm very glad I didn't finish college. I'm very okay with what I owe. I can pay that off. You know what I mean? But if I'd have finished, I'd be in at a hundred thousand dollars. 
I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, it's it's a it's a whole yeah. different mindset now because that's what. And we yeah, I think like. too, our parents wanted to like they had they wanted them bragging rights too. Like my baby in college, my ba- you know what I'm saying. Like that's that really is like uh, a major accomplishment. It, it was some cash into like, it. Then. It was. It was right. like my family. Only two of us went to college in my family. Two out of right. everybody, just two of us. Mm-hmm. So I had no degree. I get it. Nah, I, up, look, I don't have no degree, but you'll pull up to my real big ass house and my brand new Range Rover. <laughs> okay. For real. Listen. And I ain't, I'm very far from a degree. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. you know, uh, um, and, and Leslie brought up some real good points. But one, one thing I, I but one thing I'm trying to practice and do definitely because I still my kids are still relatively young is definitely trying to build stuff for them so I can hand it to them and and, and, and pass them on uh, generational wealth. And outside of that, if they want to go to school, they either gonna have the scholarship or they gonna have to use what I saved up for them to go to school because uh, I don't want them growing. You know, what I'm saying with no debt. But also to Leslie's point is like, say, I want to have a, a plan for them. You know what I mean? So, um, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm working on towards and practicing now. Uh, cause I don't want to just pass that trauma or go to school. Cause we all know that shit antiquated as fuck. Right. If anything, go get some certificates, go get, you know, go get a trade, go get a trade, right. go learn how to do something that's going to really get you some immediate value out of life. You know what I mean? So. Right. It's, it's just certain things that you do need to go to school for. Mm-hmm. I want to be a doctor, dad. Right. All right. You need uh, to go to school. Go school I want to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. But if I want to be, I want to go into business. I want a business degree. That ain't going to be worth shit. Mm-hmm. You could take a few classes, though. You know what I mean? So you, you mm-hmm. understand what you're doing and stuff like that. Marketing classes, business classes, finances, finance classes. But trying to get a degree in business, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense when you can just start your own business. Most of these business owners don't have no damn degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they started so like, from the bottom, bottom, mm-hmm. bottom, bottom. Yeah, it just depends on what they're trying to go to school for. You know what I mean? Where the degree is absolutely needed. I need my doctor to have several degrees. Okay, I need you to be in your top five percent of yeah. the damn class. Shit, absolutely, man. But you know what? While we're in this guest too, bro. Um, man, it's this uh, new series on uh, Apple TV Plus. That I've been watching with Lakeith Stanfield, it's called uh, the Changeling. Have y'all have y'all heard I that? I ain't started yes. it yet. I got it. I will check it out. Though. Man, that yeah, shit is fucking fire. Leslie, you watch it? Man, that I love it. Uh, I love it. Uh, I was don't, so mad. Don't spoil, don't spoil it for me because I'm on episode five. No, I was just gonna say I was just so mad um, when I when it first came out because I watched it from the beginning. I was so mad um, that they just hit us with the three episodes and then they like, oh no, you gotta wait till next week. Oh, okay, like, okay. wait a minute, <laughs> don't blame with me like that, man. man babe, hey, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta admit, dude, since since they stopped putting out full seasons, dog, that should be pissing me off now. I, I hate it. You know, I, I don't mind, bro, because like literally, it like when when they just drop everything at once. It's hard. Uh, it uh, it it's hard to me. It's hard to. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I'll run out of shit to watch. I will put it like that. Like you know what I'm saying. When I they like yeah. Watch that. Yeah, I, 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 See, I, yeah. That's what. Like yeah, that's the way I consume though. Because I don't have a time. I don't have time to sit down and watch shit. So when I, I do, forgot. Like I want to. I want to watch it all. Cause, yeah. I'm, I watch two episodes. Then I might not see that shit for. Two months. Well, I think mm-hmm. I'm on the other end of the spectrum because I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't have time to binge watch. So I like for shit yeah. to be to leave me some expectation. Like I can watch one episode, like say episode of Yellowstone come out. I might not. It come out Wednesday. I might need, not even know that it came out because I don't be watching the production and the the, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the 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 marketing and shit like whatever. So I might not even know the shit came out. So I might catch it Saturday, and then I'm like, oh, when I when I'm free or Sunday when I'm free. But I seldom have time to sit down and watch 
three, four, or five episodes, some shit. Like, especially if it's an hour long show. But um, back to my back to back to the show, man. Like, whoever directed this shit, it, they fire, fam. Like, this is some no, of the dopest. That like, this is some of the dopest directing I've seen in a TV show. Period. Like, so they they killed that shit. But Le- but Lakeith Stanfield, fam. Every time I see dude do something, I sing his praise because this nigga gives give, is giving a master class in acting. I've seen. Uh, a range, of, so many range of emotions from this dude, from uh, being a good father to being uh, terrified, to being traumatized, to like everything. This nigga is um, giving a fucking masterclass in this series, fam. This, I'm telling you, this if y'all ain't doing shit else, this is a must watch, fam. I promise like, you, it's really good. It, it, yeah, this, it's, even it's, his little, his little couple of minutes all um and get out. Yeah, he uh yeah. cut up on that. Yeah, he just that, that quick little snippet. He, like he, he's really he, good. Yeah. He everything he's been in, he, he, he usually. <laughs> no, I see him in real life, but hilarious. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah, I, and I was gonna say I don't care how you feel about him because I do know I, I do know he's problematic. A lot of people don't too much care for him uh, in, in real life and whatnot. But like, the, like, but acting wise, that come to art though. That come to art, yeah, he did. Hey, 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 she she, 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 she said, yeah, work. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you play him up, baby. You play him up. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he, nah, he, 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 he phenomenal though. Like, like he, he's nah, serious. Yeah. Really yeah, bro, he's smart. I'm gonna check that out. I, I saw it on there. I gotta say, I'm yeah, gonna check it out. And 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 um, like it does teeter on the edge, like uh, like. I don't say like horror elements or like some people don't like witchcraft and that type of shit, but so it does teeter yeah. on that. But like the like it didn't even feel like that. Leslie watching the show did it. Nah, the no. pre the previews mm-hmm. make you seem make it seem like it's like a scary movie. Like, I thought right. it was a movie. I didn't right. know it was a series. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a movie based off of the previews. Right. So it kind of made you feel like it was like scary. So I was like oh, a little hesitant because I don't really like scary movies like that. And like you said, shit would like witchcraft and i'm gonna be like mm, play around like that but mm-hmm. once i saw it i'm like oh yeah this shit is good i'm talking about hooked on the tv like yeah yeah he yeah he yeah like yeah. said like, real good yeah like i said he's 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 he's, he's smoking that shit man but our, our our guest our guest is here now uh, uh <laughs> I, I i i finally got yeah. it on uh, um, f- for the listeners out there who might not be familiar with him, this is uh, our good brother Charles DJ Swift. How you doing, brother Here. Swift? No, I'm gonna play some. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah we we'll play some applause right quick, man. Hold on a second, bro. <laughs> hey, and, and and we we not live uh, recording either. This is all pre-recorded right now too, Swift. So you don't got to worry about messing up or being too proper. Ah, oh, we good. We good. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hold on a second, my, I gotta up, let, let, my, let my applause stop. <laughs> Swift, my brother, what's happening? Not much, sir. Not much. Well, uh, good to see you. Good to see you, man. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta link up here real soon. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, this is this is my bro- my my good brother out of uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, um, I'm going to have him on the show, man, because uh, last year me and Swift got to uh, build and build a relationship. We got to come down here to Austin and kick it with me or whatnot, and um, uh, and I I felt like he had one of the most like interesting stories I've ever heard in my life. So like, like, like right. from, from, uh, because, because, because you're, you're an immigrant, uh, for the people who don't know, but I want to let you get into telling your own story. Whoa. But, uh, uh, I'm not an immigrant. Uh, not an immigrant. Do you well, want to say yourself that? Well, I don't know. No, I, like when, when I was, when I was overseas, I was an immigrant there. But okay. Not here. Oh, but not here. So it was, the, okay. it was the opposite. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was the opposite. Okay, okay. So I'm so uh, like I said, I'm, that's why I wanted you to tell your story because it's super intriguing. But I want you, I want you to kind of start from the top, bro. Like, tell tell me the story. Like, how like how did you get overseas? How, like, how, what 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 happened that brought you back over here? You told me a story about your uncle, if you remember. I'll let you touch on that a little bit. Uh, you can just you know 
give up as much as that as you want. But I kind of want you, you to tell your story starting from the beginning. Well, first of all, uh, uh, you, got, you guys are already in this meeting, so I didn't, I didn't you know, I want to, I already know Trey. Oh, my bad. I don't, bad. Know, I don't bad. know. That's right. I did. Yeah. So, you met Leslie. You met Leslie in uh, Nebraska before? Yeah. Well, yes. who, okay. Les. That's to do at the bottom, right? No, Leslie is the is is our is our female Leslie. co-host. Yes, <laughs> the we, one we met, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we met at at gravity. We met at gravity. That's right. Y'all, y'all was sitting over there. Y'all look like y'all was just having a good time. Y'all don't want to be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that was her. That was her. Listen, it, it was the first time. I'm probably just I really, okay. I really, I really sent a group of a group of um. Like group of uh, 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 black people just sitting over there enjoying the music, drinking, socializing, and not doing the mostest with the whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You guys, yeah. It's like it's like we. If I was just chilling somewhere else, I could figure out that y'all was from out of town because mm. y'all was just sitting there socializing, we, having a good time, and we, not really. We call, we call that sophista ratchet. Yeah, we sophista ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 you that that's my good brother Blaze right there. That's the one that you didn't meet. That's it. Blaze is in Arizona. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I, I'll meet you, bro. I'll be out there. So yeah, he'll be out there. Where, so. Where, where? Yeah. So uh, uh well uh my name is Charles Breeze. I go by DJ Swift. Uh before before DJ Swift was uh created or invented or thought of um I was born in Akron, Ohio. So, uh, you know, uh, my father's from Africa. And uh, he came to America on a scholarship. Basically, they they picked all the smartest people within uh, this country called Monrovia, Liberia. Uh, it's right next to Sierra Leone, Ghana, Guinea, Ivory Coast, you know, and stuff like that. It's, it looked like a shoe, you know. Uh, uh, so... My uncle uh, was part of the government. And before, I would say, because I was uh, I was in Africa when the, when, the, when the coup d'etat happened. But he was in the military, and they pushed this program where all the smart people uh, get to come to America to go to, to whatever, you know, university to acquire some education that can go back home and be a key member in the government. So my father came up here. He went to Akron, Ohio, of all places. He went to Akron University. And of course, he met my mom. Uh, one thing led to another. Here I am. Uh, but his uh, his path ended, and he had to go back to Africa. Well, that my mom, you know, at the time, you know, back in the 80s, man, uh, you know, drugs was a, was you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug. You know, yeah. it was, you know, so they didn't have that relationship that parent you know parents should have should have had. But he left. I was here. Things got really rough for my mom, and she tried to give me away. She tried to put me up for for adoption. My grandmother uh, heard the news, and she took me away from my mom, and she called my dad and said, "Listen, you got to come get your kid, or else you know he's gonna he's gonna end up in the system." So my father came up here and took me back to Africa. I was four years old when I went to Africa. Uh, and this, when I got there, man, it was a beautiful place. You know, 
you know, when, when I came back home and when I was living in, uh, when I moved to Philly after uh, Ohio and Kansas City, you know, in Africa, it was like limited to TV. So when I got here and, and everybody woke up to me like, yo, man, was y'all wrestling tigers and shit over there? Or uh, the, the you guys wearing any, any clothes, you know? Yeah, typical and I used to, shit. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. Discovery Channel watchers. Right. But um, <laughs> I lived in a house. I wore clothes. I spoke English, really simple. If I'm around my family, um, I can literally switch my voice just like that. And to the point you would hear bits and pieces of it, but it's it's like real simple English. We don't emphasize on the words. We don't do anything. We just, it just flow. Mm-hmm. Then I also have another uh, dialect of my, my, my father, because he's from a, uh, a tribal nation. And my father and my grandfather was the king in that town, and uh, but that 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 tribal language I never, <laughs> I never try to learn, learn. You know, I it's just too complicated to learn. I, I learned the basics. I want to go to school. I want to eat. I want to drink, and my name. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like that was the survival. Uh, uh, I, 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 I want something that you said to get lost on people. You said your grandfather was the king of that town. That that, that, yeah. that tribe. Yeah, he what, was uh, what, he was the, he was the king of that of that village that was living there. What was the name so, of the, uh, the village? It's called Zwedru. Mm-hmm. Uh So living in Africa, it was cool. I live, uh, of course, I live in the house. My father, my stepmom. I had, uh, I will say, I had about I had three brothers, but one passed away, and I had about four sisters in the house, and we all, you know, my father, his. He got his master's in English while he was up here. And then when he went back, he became the head of the school board of the entire country. And uh, he was also, he also had his hands in politics. So, you know, he, we, we was well off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I would say 86, 86, uh, my uncle decided to plan a coup d'etat where they over, they overtook the, you see, over here, you guys call it the White House. Back there, it's kind of, I won't say it built the same, but it's really, really nice. It's called the mansion. So he, him, him and his soldiers overtook the mansion. They, they assassinated the president. They, I mean, that's, that, that, yeah, that stuff was on TV where they, they lined up everybody on poles on the beach and executed them. And then he became the president. Um, and then my father, you know, he, he became really heavily into politics i mean um man the, the boys had their own driver and a vehicle the girls had their own i was driver. i'm not trying to cut you off I'm just about to ask like with that type of lifestyle did y'all have to have like security for y'all and stuff like that nah we no? just uh i mean we had with our own we, like i said the boys we had our own car and our own driver i guess he was kind of like the driver and the security i guess you would oh, say but yeah. You know, we 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 ended up. My father ended up building a house in a in a town that him and his him and, our, and him and our uncle bought like a really big area. So we wasn't really living, you know, where you can walk outside and see neighbors. We live like in a secluded area. It was like farms all around us and stuff, but it was basically in the city. And uh, oh, my trust gone. Oh, he'll probably be back. You, you good? You, you keep going. Um, later on, 
1980, and I can I can remember this day very very well. We uh, we got taken out of school, and we got home. And when I got home, when I when the boys got home that day, well, I got pulled out of school by myself, and I was taking I was taken to my father's office, and by the time we got home, none of my brothers and sisters were home. And and it was and I kept on wondering, like, you know, where's everybody? And then my stepmom showed up. She had my youngest brother and my youngest sister with her. And then we left and went to see her mom. Later that night, we got put in a car and we drove overnight from Liberia to Sierra Leone. like hours. I never knew what was going on. You know, I, I, I remember that night like it was yesterday because my father hit a dog that night. You know, and I remember my mom was in the backseat and she telling him not to stop, just to keep going. You know, um, so from from Sierra Leone, we waited a day and then we hopped the plane and then we went to Nigeria. And then it was when I was told that there was a war going on uh, and it was about to hit the, the, the inner city. So I lived, uh, my father stayed. I didn't know where my other family, my brothers and sister were. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, is a stepmom. So she basically got her two kids and me because I'm an American citizen. If anything, me being in Africa, if anything would have happened to me, they would, they would have, um, my father and my, my stepmom would have been held responsible, you know. So it was... Uh, she had to take me, mm-hmm. but if I wasn't, I would have, I would have got left behind. So we're in Nigeria, and uh, I, we lived there for a while, and then I went to from Nigeria. Things wasn't really working out. We went to Ivory Coast. It was an all French speaking country, um, and then my, my stepmom gave me away to the family, and I was. Uh, I remember me going to that house, and when I got there, remind like I was. Probably ten years old, ten or eleven years old. If you can help me out with something, what, what was the fa- who was the family that she gave you to? I don't know. Oh, it was, just, it was just a, a, a yeah. random family. Just, just okay. a just a family from my father's side. Oh, on your father's side. Okay. Yeah. So when I got there, normally, like in the house, that's how I know how important my father, you know, you know, were at the time. So we got there, and of course, I was told I was staying there. So. It's, here's, here's the African thing. You know how, like, here, the the mom makes dinner, you know, dad can go grab his plate whenever the hell he wants to. The kids can go in there and she'd probably make their plate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dad can sit with the kids or at the table and eat or you can go sit, whatever. In Africa, the mom is supposed to, once that food is done, she would take out a portion for her husband, go to the table and set it all up. And then dish out the kids and stuff like that and give it to them. This high, at, at a younger age, this is why I knew how important I was and my father were. Is when we got there, his, uh, 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 like where he sit, the crap that he eats in was giving to me. You know, like the dish out, whatever, you know, they put it to where he sits. I mean, everything. 10, 10 or 11 years old. You know, and it did that for a little over a month where I would wake up in the morning. I would just go sit down where he sits. I would eat. He would be sitting over there. I wake up. I'll go play around. 
Uh, dinner time, I would come in with everybody. I would sit in the same spot, each, you know, clear everything up. To at a kid, I felt so weird to the point where uh, one day she put the food on the table. I picked it up. I went in the kitchen. I just dumped it in the same bowl where the other kids was, you know. And I said, "Yo, let's eat." And then we all ate out of the same thing. So right then and there, from that day on, they realized like, okay, you don't want to do that, you know. I and I learned how to speak French really, really good. But then I lost it because 1991, the war, uh, the war was over. Uh, 1990, the war was over, and I ended up going back to Africa. When I got there, here's where for me, for the for the few who 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 knows me, know I'm very humble. Uh, because when, when I got back to the country that I grew up in, that I loved, we couldn't walk up to a to a power and do this. There was no power. We couldn't watch TV. We couldn't take. We couldn't. You couldn't walk in your shower and turn the faucet on and get water. Was that uh, was that because of the war? Yeah, because okay. they they had killed so many people and dumped up in the in the in the in the sewers or the water. Uh, they called this place L- yeah contaminated contaminated and stuff like that. So we, we when I go watch movies like like I am Legend, you know how you know some shit came through and messed up the whole entire spot and. Then, Cars just parked everywhere, buildings abandoned. You can't eat this, you can eat that. You got to go sh- look for scraps and stuff like that. Similar, but worse. You know, yeah. we took shower. Look, I was there until September 17, 1996, uh, 1997. And from that time I got back, from the time I got back to that country, the time I left, I took showers out of a bucket. We ate, uh, we used for 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 power or to be able to see, we used candles, lanterns. Uh, we cook on wood or charcoal. The only time y'all use charcoal is when y'all barbecuing for, for the right. holidays. Right. But we, we use that on a daily basis. We cook out of pots and pans on that. Uh, it was it was really different because you as a, as a younger age you grew up in a big ass house you have a you have your own maid your own driver your own call your father comes in from work uh, we we'll all go to the movie room and we'll watch uh, back in the day it was Betamax the little small tapes mm-hmm. and then it went and went and then it went to v- so when people when people say you from Africa and think I, I lived in a village when I start talking about my childhood it'd be like oh my god you know it's like a the a slave from America was sent by, I forgot, the president. Uh, his last name is Monroe. I think James Monroe, if mm. I'm not, you know, I don't know all the presidents here, but. She neither do we, but you keep you cooking, keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that president freed some slaves and was sent there. So they, 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 they took part of his name and named the country Liberia, uh, like Monrovia, Liberia, Monroe. So the flag is similar you guys have all your stars, you know, of all 50, whatever, what is it, 52, 53 states or whatever. For us, it's just a one big star. Same, you know, red, white, and blue stripes. So we, we, we're brought to war. I know when I, I, talk, I talk about me fleeing, we're brought to war. One of the reasons why, uh, one of the things I came to know about America, man, America is, uh, it's uh, you know, people in the government is as vicious as as vicious as hell. When my when my uncle overtook the government, what he figured out where this place called Firestone. Imagine, 
a big area with just a bunch of trees. And those trees produce rubber. And America bought that place like a penny on a dollar or something, like really cheap. So the president that made the deal, basically, they gave him millions. And then, you know how, how people do deal, like, listen, we're, 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 you know, we're from America. We got millions. Mm -hmm. We'll give you two, three million American dollar, and you give us that place or a penny on the dollar. You rich, but over there, you know, you, you, you give it to us for like 50 years. Like, those were the country resources that he was giving away for little or nothing. So... When the coup happened and my uncle took over the government, became president, he was now negotiating with America saying, listen, how much we owe you guys on this contract? We want that land back because that's rubber. You know, you guys got your hands in our diamond mines. You got, you know, you, I mean, America had the pause so deep in our country. There was no, we, we, the way it looked like it would have been going for years and the country was would have still been poor. So... My uncle, who never graduated high school, president, and it felt like they could just walk, you know, oh, you know, he's not he's not smart. But that dude was like brilliant. He could he could devour a book, like whatever. He was like, you know, you know how some smart people like you, you think this they're, they're supposed to well, Jay-Z, I don't know if Jay-Z ever graduated college, but a lot of these athletes or whoever it is that never graduated college, but nowadays they just book smart and they and they they successful. And he was that dude. So he he dug. I mean, he built things. He 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 put he put the country to work. They acquired diamonds. I mean, they, they acquired so many many uh, resources that he sold it and got the money back. And he was now about to purchase that money making uh, 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 land back from the American government. And I don't think the government, the American government, really liked that very much because there was a guy who was up here in America in jail. His name was Charles Taylor. And he was he was once in the in the army here. I guess he was uh discharged or he did he committed some crime and he was locked up in jail. Homeboy vanished overnight and landed in Africa with guns and, and, and ammunition and everything. And basically the government and the American government paid him to go over there and overtake the country. Like, what was the movie? Uh, war, war Dogs. War Dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 when you, uh, what's the TV show? Uh, Snowfall. Mm -hmm. All that, uh, when you when, I, when I'm sitting there watching it, it, you know, America doing what they need to do to get to get money to support some other illegal uh, 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 arms dealer or to fight a war or something like that, that benefits. It was something, something just like that. Dude, dude came in, kill a lot of people, man. Like, but that war, I wasn't there for it. So when the war was over, went back home. My father kind of lost his status, uh, and then we you 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 go from having your own driver to walking miles to school. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy. Uh, what happened to your uncle? My uncle. Um, good question though. Good question. Uh, a trap was set for my uncle. Um, the guy who brought the war, or uh, one of one of his generals, said, you know, that that uh, you know, to 
he he needed to go somewhere so they can do peace, so they can talk peace. And uh, it was a trap. And uh, they they captured him and, and tortured and killed him and recorded it. It's actually on YouTube. I can literally sit in, I can literally go to YouTube right now and type in his name and it'll pop up. Oh my you know? God. Uh, so, well, after, I was actually playing that day in, in Ivory Coast. Want to send someone to to, to 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 fetch me, I guess. And uh when I got when I got to the house, my stepmom, my auntie, the, the man of the house and his wife, they was waiting for me out front. And when I got up, it was like, you know, we We've been watching the news and they capture they capture uncle and you know they've been tort they you know they they're torturing them and stuff like that and it's being broadcast live. So I walked in the house and that was what I was saying I was watching on TV. By the time I got there, they had they had, they had cut up both his ears, you know. It's uh it was brutal to see it as a, as a young kid. Ooh, it's like make me cry. Right, mm. that's a brutal to see as an they, adult. They, and they broadcast that on TV? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, they broadcast it on TV. He was the president. The movie, uh, what's the movie? Uh, uh, I can't think about it. Uh, it was like, it, it's three parts of it. And it's Gerard Butler, where the first one overtook the White House. Then the, the, the second one, he was somewhere in London, and then uh, uh, they captured him. And he was like, "Yeah, I know some." Uh, don't don't White, let White House yeah, down. Don't, yeah, don't let them don't let them kill me. You know, if you have to kill me yourself, do it because I don't want my I don't want my death to be brought up on YouTube where somebody can just go to YouTube and pull up. See, you know, I don't want my, my boy to to have to live through that. That was real because that's exactly what happened. Hmm. You know. Like if you want, you know, now nah, there's what's not on YouTube. So, you know, we we end up, you know, like the war was over. I went home, you know, life life was different. You know, walking to school. Uh, I found I found this out later on that my late grandmother, step grandmother, whatever you know, my sisters, my stepmom, grand uh, mother. And sister told her, uh, not the fact that you guys are not making enough money anymore. And I was the favorite because I was an American child. That has to change, you know. Because if anything, he would pick his American son over your kids. So her her goal was to fuck up my life. To you know, I went from sleeping in the bed in the same room as my brothers to sleeping on the floor. And when I say living room, most living room here has a couch. It has carpet. Our living room was different. It was just a table, hard table and chairs, you know, because, you know, things weren't different. We, we weren't watching TV anymore. You know, there was no power. So our living room was just a long table with chairs, you know, seating chairs and wood chairs. I wasn't sleeping on the hard floor. From there, I was, I was, uh, 
I was placed in the kitchen on the floor. From the kitchen, I was placed on the patio. I was the, I was the dirtiest kid in the house, basically. So her job, she was doing her job. I remember one night I was sleeping and uh, I was waking up by bullets. My father literally came on the patio and basically let off a few shots because there was somebody trying to break into, into the house. And it was easy because the way that the house was built up, they had like a little space. All you got to do is just climb up and just get through that space and you're right there on the patio. And in Africa, if if somebody if if someone kills someone at that time after the war, you just kill someone. People will come and see my dead body. They'll probably walk down a few uh part of in the bush, dig a hole, roll me up in a cloth and just toss my body and cover it up. That lady uh literally placed me in harm's way by doing that. And I think at the end of the day, what it, it came it, it was her end game that I would have that somebody would have killed me on that on that patio, and there's no you don't you don't have an, an American son twice. It happened twice with my father. So then he then they moved me back into the kitchen. You know it went on like that for years, uh, and then one day it was on a, a Saturday. And my father had left and went to a to another country for a peace talk because even though we was there, there was still there was still war being the, the war was still going on, but it was going on outside, you know, in the other villages and stuff like that. So my father left and went to Nigeria for a peace talk. And I guess while it was gone, it got pretty bad. It, it hit the city again. And that time, I was there for it. You know, it was too late to leave. Uh, a lot of talks were made with the American government and it was asking me to leave, but I said I, I didn't want to leave without my brother because I could have taken somebody with me if I wanted to. And she wanted me to take her daughter or one of her son, but my my option where when it came to asking me, I said I want to take my, my older brother because he was handicapped. Like he was born with a defect where his whole body grew, but just one leg just stayed infant like a baby leg, so he couldn't walk straight. I was his, uh, I was his cane, my shoulder. When we walking, I always have his hand on my shoulder. We walk and stuff like that. So when they came and asked me, at the time I was four, I was, yeah, I just turned 15. Like, who would I want to, and I said, I would like my brother to come. And so when that decision was made, my stepmom did everything she could to procrastinate that paperwork. So I stayed for that war. And I remember us being in the car, fleeing to the army base. People, sh I mean, we, we hit a street where bullets was flying. Like you could hear shooting and you just hear bullets flying. And I was in the back. Uh, we had a little station wagon. And I was in the trunk of the station wagon, but you can still see out the window. I mean, bullets was flying. So we got to the army base. It's kind of chaotic was taken to the to the general uh home and the idiot house is like the tallest house. You had to climb a whole shit of stairs to go to his house. It's like uh, it's like a target. So they were just shooting that thing all, all day. 
So he said, okay, we're not, we, we're not safe up here. He placed us with one of his lieutenant and, and, uh, and, and his family. So we left that, that night and went over his house. Now imagine being on, on, a, on an army base where the sole purpose of that war is to capture that army base. So sometimes we'll, we'll be given 48 hours and for 48 hours, they were shooting, they were bombing that base. Like, I, you can be walking with someone, and by the time you look, the person is on the ground because straight bullet. My, my cousin died like that. We always playing soccer, and a straight bullet came and hit him. He ended up dying two days later. I remember sitting on a porch, clowning with my brothers, and all of a sudden we just hear, Ooh. So the thing is, when you're hearing that sound, you have to look up to see where it's going to land because you can see it. So if it's if it's landing somewhere, you got to run the opposite direction. It just that 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 uh, I forgot what it's called. When you when you're watching those uh, Vietnamese movies and it grab that crap and it just chuck it in that thing and then it, 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 the they, more, they, the they take cover, mortifier. Yup. Mm-hmm. They were sending them things in that in that on the uh, in the army base like hotcakes. I mean, the home in front of me got bombed. The man, rest in peace, man. The the lady, her her, her father was one of the funniest and nice guy. The thing dropped in the house. I saw him, that thing threw him out of the window. You know, I made friends with people that were on the soccer field. Two days later, I see them carrying their bodies in wheelbarrow. That's the reason why today I, I've been I've been I've been back home since '97. I have never owned a gun because the shit that people do out here for the for the, you know just I lived it. The shit people do on TV, if we watch this, those war movies, I lived it. I own a gun someday, but I don't know. After that, I came back home. And I was placed. So my my stepmom procrastinated so much that the, when the war was over, my uncle, who lived up here, sent for his daughter. Now I call her my sister because we, live, we grew up together. She lives in in Kansas City now, and we came back home together. So I was living with my uncle. You know, you're in America. My father told my uncle, "Do not let him go live with his family," because it would be two things. You either be successful or not. And I was mad when I when I heard that, but looking at my my mom's side of the family, I'm glad that that didn't happen because you know things are not right with that side of the family. So, but at a younger age, you know, I would always ask why I can go see my mom or why I can't. My uncle is vicious, man. The dude, the dude, when his daughter got home, he took his daughter shopping. And the motherfucker gave me all his clothes that he was wearing when he when he when he moved, when he lived up here. I mean, the, the bare bottom pants, the disco shirts, and shit like that. That's what I was wearing to go to school. Mm-hmm. And in Philly, and, and you know, and uh, uh, so uh, the thing is, when I when I came back, I went to Ohio, but he packed his bag and moved to Philly, where a lot of Africans were. So Philly man, back in that time, man, Thames, Levi jeans, the whole jean suits, that's what was popping, you know. Jerseys, basketball jerseys. You can wear it. You can put the, the hoodie up, put the jersey underneath it. You got your 
the guest jeans with the Timbs. Yeah. Those were the outfits back then. Now imagine everybody going to school like that, but your boy going to school with bad bottom pants, disco shirts, and some fucked up shoes that he got from the dollar store. I don't know how much that's. That's what I was wearing to go to school. I got beat up so many times. Like, <laughs> I mean, it came to the point where like it was common to get picked on or to get beat on, you know. And you're an African kid, so one day I came. Uh, I came to we came to Kansas City to visit, so I knew of KC. And I told my aunt one day, I was like, "Look, I got to come visit for the summer because I'm tired of living with dude." Like. He moved his daughter to the good school in the suburb, but I was going to the the East Side High, laying on me shit mm-hmm. in the city, where it's graffiti's on the wall and all that. So that was the school I was going to. So I told my aunt one day, like, "Yo, I want to come visit Kansas City." So I went over there. That was my first, my second trip to KC for the summer. Want to go pick up my cousin from school because he was playing sports. I walked into school. I'm like. Cause you know I'm still uh, you know a little bit of African still in me because I was there for a long time so I you know so I was like I'm looking around I'm like is this the school she's like yeah I was like there ain't no graffiti's on the wall this kid passed by me he got a suit on I'm like does he work for this guy like that's a student so the, the counselor she talking to me so I told my aunt I was like I want to live here you know so that's how come I ended up in Kansas City it came to a point you know. I graduated school, uh, you know, school is important to me because of, due to the war, I literally, you know, missed some years. So when I got back, the school was like, yo, we want to put you in the grade that fits your age. And I was like, I don't think my father would like that. I think he would want me to, 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 to start where I left off. So I should have graduated in 99, but I graduated in 2001. So with that being said, in order for me to graduate that that time, I had to go to school full time. So when I'm in, when I, I think school starts at what eight twenty ish in the morning, I wasn't leaving school until nine o'clock at night. So imagine all day just in school, just doing what I needed to do to graduate. That's why you know when when I graduate, I say <laughs> for a split second I was like mental health college, <laughs> you know. But I but I but I ended up going to uh, Johnson County Community College. Yeah. Um, I have a couple kids. I'm a father of three. Child support, you know, <laughs> that's. Listen, you know, I never heard that saying until I watched. Uh, when we used to say that to me all the time, it's cheaper to keep her. I think it was on Martin, one of Martin episodes. Mm-hmm. I never knew until when I was. I was like, oh, that's that's what that's what we got that from. But <laughs> uh, child support. Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, I went homeless three times, you know, because of child support and to the point it got really, really bad. Uh, I ended up here because at the time I was working for Google in Kansas city. I think it was my first time. I, 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 a long time ago, I worked for a fiber company out of Dallas where I travel a lot, installing building fiber active cable, uh, and data center infrastructures and traveling around, you know, you know, the states and installing them things. So getting a job for Google was pretty easy. But at that time, I was at my worst. Uh, the job that was uh, was offered to me by a company that was paying like 32 bucks an hour. They offered me the job. 
then they're snatching away and giving it to somebody else. Then they're coming back and it's like, yo, you got the job, man. Listen, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna snatch it away and give it to somebody else. They did that shit five times. And the five times they snatched it away, they, they give it to Caucasian guys. No, no shit, you know. And then one day the guy, the, my friend of mine, he was like, listen, this man is homeless. He's been living in his car for eight months. Uh uh. I think that was that was the third time they did it. It was like we've got to give this man this job because it, it you know he needs it. And they, they took the job. It's okay, okay. We it, it, you know you, you would start. I didn't say you you would, you would start August. I think it was August 16 or something like that. You know, back in uh, 2013, 2014 at the time. And I knew it was like okay if I if I get that job. And I'm working. It should be extra money for me to go probably, you know, go get a room for rent or maybe sleep in a hotel because I knew it was about to get cold, you know. This snatch the job to give it to somebody else. I spent all winter in my car. Like, like I would drive to a job site, do my job, and where everybody leaving, I'll just go around the corner, you know, to like an open parking lot, park my car and sit in my car and like I, I went without. It's like it was like Africa all over again, mm-hmm. you know, not not showering for days, uh, living on water and and bread and peanut butter. Like my sister actually, when she got back from the military from overseas, she was the one that actually took me in her house for a few times, you know. And then I ended up getting a room for rent later on, and the guy was pretty nice, <laughs> real real a retired Navy vet, you know, had a big house going through a divorce, two boys. He gave me his get this room, have my own bathroom and everything. And then one day the call was like, listen, you got the job to uh to come to Nebraska. That's how I ended up in uh I ended up in Lincoln, Nebraska. When I got when I got to Nebraska, man, I was like, you know, child support is still haunting me. And what can I do to uh to get some extra cash? Back in 2011, 2010, 2011, I used to promote clubs back in Kansas City. And then I and then um, I ended up going off on my own. There was a spot called Avalon Ultra Lounge. That place was beautiful. So beautiful. The distance, the problem, the problem is the club I was at closes at three. But because I crossed like six, seven, eight blocks down the road, that bar closes at 1.30 at 2 o'clock. So I, it was perfect because we would come there, powwow, have a good time, and then for the, whatever hour and a half, they would just go down seven blocks and we'll kick it to the same spot. The highlight of that whole of that whole thing is at the end of the day, I ended up uh, hosting Jamar Charles. Uh, he was the run the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was uh shit, one time he was the the top running back in the NFL, and I was and I did his birthday bash. I got the call. It was like, yo, uh, we heard you the promoter for the club and Jamal Charles wants to do his birthday party there. He wants you to come meet him at a spot downtown. Went up and met him. Cool dude. I think I still got the picture on my other, on my other uh, computer to this day. So I, I used to admire the DJ that I had. And then one day I was like, you know, when I, saw when I moved up here, I was like, look, I got to pick up something else to, uh, to, you know, fill the time to get extra cash. And then I was like, you know what? Let me let me chase that dream. I, I was going to learn how to DJ, and I bought my first equipment, 
because not only that was I making good money, man, the company was paying me 30 some bucks an hour unlimited overtime and I was paying for my living extra 1200 bucks. And God is good. God is good. Mm -hmm. I was going to get my own spot. I was paying my child support on the regular. Uh, I remember one day, man, back, back then it was so hot and I was walking home from work, like Kansas City, Missouri to, to going to Kansas. I mean, I would leave work. I would start working lit up at 4.30. Sometime I would get home to like 10 o'clock at night because I'm walking home. And then one of these days I, I walked past this, this dealership and it was a Chrysler 300 and it just came out. You know, that body style, I look like a, that look like a, <laughs> I look like a, uh, the, the, what is uh, it now? Rolls Royce, the, the square. Look like a Rolls Royce yeah, Phantom. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but this one was, uh, was a 20, was a 2013. And I was like, dude, was like, you want to test drive? I was like, bro, I can't, I'm walking home, man. You see me sweat here in this heat? I said, like, I don't know, I can't afford that. But I said, one day though, one day. And right now I own that car. So it's parked in my garage right now. That was so, God, yeah, you know, God is good, man. But uh, I bought my first, I bought my first DJ, I bought my first DJ equipment. I went around, I went around Lincoln asking Lincoln, like, yo, even like DJ KB, uh, uh, D Love. I even went to Rozelle's spot when it was Zell's Lounge, you know, try to get in on there. It, you know, it didn't really happen. And I met this white boy, his name is Jeff Witt. Jeff was the one that actually plugged me up, man. He, he put me at Brothers. And then uh Brothers told him, yo, he really, he really nice mixing music. And then uh he said, listen, we're gonna we're gonna do the rail yard for the Husker Game Days 2017. And in the rail yard, he introduced the whole rail to me. And then I started DJing. Fast forward now. You know, nobody wanted to show me how to do this thing. You know what I mean? Like right now, I, I do this like not for the radio. I'm actually right for the, my my equipment. I own like imagine having nothing. Now I own a whole, I own I own a bunch of equipment. I just started my my wedding business it's called Platinum Vibes DJ, Platinum Vibe DJ Wedding Services. I work for two radio stations now. I work for Red ninety four five in Lincoln. I, I do that mixing uh, Monday to Fridays. I, I do a show on air from three to five, but you hear me talking on the air. And I, I recently bought a house. I'm in my, you know, I mean, you, they, uh, uh, I'm engaged. Yeah, yeah. You know, blessings on top of blessings. Yeah, you know, I'm engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, she's upstairs right now. Uh, I can't. Uh, so due to the fact that I live in Omaha now, I had to do my show out of Power One Six Nine in the in the building over here. They caught they caught me talking and caught me mixing one day. And now I work for Power 1069. You know. So like like the marathon, you know, I kinda what I got the Crenshaw hat on, you know, for, for a reason. Because one day it was so hot that I pulled up in the gas station just to just to go, you know, underneath the thing, just to 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 guess because, it, and this dude walked up to me. He had this seed in his hand. That I think I don't. I think I still have that CD to this day. And he woke up to me. He's like, "Yo, man, you want to buy this CD?" I'm like, "Bro, if you look in the car, you see my blankets, my shoes, my clothes. It's, the, the car is thick. It looked like you know. What I mean, I'm a hoarder, but I'm actually homeless, man. I don't have no money to buy this." He was like, "I was like, but who the artist?" 
He was like, is this cat out of, out, of, out of California? His name was Nipsey Hussle. And he just released this new album called The Crenshaw. He, he was selling the album for like 100 bucks. Basically, he bootlegged the damn album. And he was selling it for 50 bucks. So I was like, I don't have 50 bucks, bro. At all, I don't have it. He was like, well, what you can spare? I said, I got 10 bucks. He was like, so he hands me the Crenshaw CD. I popped that CD. I listened to that CD from 2013 all the way to 20 to 2000. Uh, when I moved up here was December 14 of 2015. That CD played in my car every day. The moment I bought the Chrysler, I went, I ejected the CD out the out my Hyundai Sonata and slid it right into the Chrysler. You know, and then the, the, I could have been dead a long time ago and I could have given up a long time ago. But instead, the marathon is 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 it's been it's it's been a walk, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been a walk, and I'm blessed to be here because look at look at me now. I know I, I had a chance to go to Texas to kick it with a, a, a very great dude. You know, invited me to his home, cooked us an amazing breakfast. <laughs> you know, drove us around. You know. I know Trey, I know Lamar, Mm -hmm. his wife, his kids. I met my fiance. And and today the only only part, man, I don't want to get emotional, but the only part of my life that 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 doesn't that that doesn't complete the whole thing is that my brother is not here to see it. Yeah, you could uh, 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 share with us uh, what happened. To, I know it's, I don't want you to get too emotional, too personal, but you could share with us what happened with your brother. So, when when I, when we left, when I left Africa, and uh, they got bad again. So, my father ended up after that war. When I left, he became head of state. So, like. Uh, for a short time, he was the president for a little bit. And then they, they give him the job. They call it Minister of State. But basically is what you guys call it, Secretary of Defense. Mm-hmm. Wait, you got so you got the president, vice president. Who's next? That's the Secretary of Defense, right? Secretary of State. Yeah, Secretary of State. Secretary, so you okay, became okay. the Secretary of State. So the, the guy the guy who brought the war. For election, they ended up for the strangest things. They ended up making that dude president. He was elected. So in order not to feel threatened, he basically locked all key members, all smart people keep. So my father was basically placed in a, on a big compound where he couldn't leave. So basically, like, like uh it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, Nelson Mandela, man, was that, 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 that man, that man is a pillar. Almost mad at him, though. But, uh, uh but basically, like my, my dad up on a, on, a, on a compound where they couldn't leave, it was detained for years. So 
my stepmom now was in charge of the house. So it was my older brother, sister, her two kids. Somebody had to go. So she started treating the other kids bad, not feeding them, not whatever. So my, my sister and my brother fled the country because if another war would have broke out, they would have been left alone. They went to to Sierra Leone and it was it was living on a on a refugees camp. Well, my brother, not only the fact that he was he was a he was a handicap or should I say a cripple, but he got he ended up uh, getting uh, the, the discovery he had diabetes. So no medication. I remember my sister calling me in Kansas City to let me know what was going on. So I, I was I was working at McDonald's at the time. So I was giving, I was sending our our income tax at the end of the year just to for medication or to to process his paperwork, so he could come home. So I want to say come on to come here to come to America. And she called me one day and was like, she has been asking my dad for him to go back home in Liberia because my mom was working for a Catholic hospital and. She could have helped. And my dad basically didn't want that to happen. So I remember calling my father, man, and and we begged him. It's, it's life or death. And that man didn't budge. He my my brother, my brother died in like in uh Sierra Leone. In the in the refugee camp. In the refugee camp. I don't even know where he's buried. Man, it's kind of hard not to get emotional hearing hearing your story, man. But I, like, like where you at today and overcoming all that, it just let me know like your character and how strong of a brother you are, man. I, and like, and I definitely, definitely appreciate, definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely appreciate our our, our our friendship and getting to know you over the years, man. Because you you one of the the most humblest, the coolest people I've I've ever met in my life. You know what I mean? And I, and I, but I do have a question, like with you, because I know you've been kind of seeing what's going on with the with the refugees coming over here to America. Like, does that have a soft spot in, t- in your heart when you see that kind of stuff? Because I know a lot of people that I know who are conservative and in between, they have very strong feelings about this stuff, and they just think these people are no good. You know, like I, I have zero problem with that. Like, you know. To this day, I walk around knowing that I, I could have been, and, it, and, it, and the thing is, okay, like here in America, right? Like you, <laughs> you, 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 you know, you get it at a certain age, eighteen, you probably go off to college, you know, twenty-one, you get back home, your parents say, "Look, you got to go do something with yourself. You go get your own apartment. You know, you work, you're doing your thing, you meet somebody, y'all, and then y'all, you know, you'll, you'll go build a family together." Back in Africa, man, it's not like that. You know what I mean? Like, like people be like really 40-something living in the same house with their parents. You know what I mean? Like grown. You know, the, the, the culture is just different. You know? Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if your family, if your parents are, are, are plugged in, like got a good job and plugged in with the city, then your dad can give you a job. You know? And that's a no-brainer. You just say, hey, my son works here. There's no application. There's nothing. You just bring him to work once they say, hey, your job is to do this. You're gonna get paid. What you're gonna get paid, you know, and that's how, it, you know, it, 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 that's how the country, the country, you know, used to used to uh, uh, handle handle thing. But 
But here, man, like when when I, what, what bothers me is people will get that opportunity to come up here to make something to change themselves, and then they follow the wrong path and give other refugees a bad name. You know, like like in Philly, a lot of people from my from and I also say my country because my father's from Africa. I walk around all the time saying I'm the original African American. <laughs> mom, mom is American, dad's from Africa. But all, all, all kid aside, man, there were, like people, Africans in Philly has gotten deported. There's a high number in Philly and Minnesota that have gotten deported back to Africa because they come up here, they 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 they, they, they robbing, they stealing. Because they got that dog mentality now. They, they kids who was in the war who had to literally pick up a gun to fight for their life had got a chance to come up here and they're still trying to live that life. So they 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 pick up guns, they rob and they're doing this. And oh wait, you're not from here. You got a green card? Uh, they're not. You go back home. So, but then I see other people how they get treated in the system here, and and, and it breaks my heart, which is. Like in 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 Lincoln, I see a lot of um, a lot of Africans and stuff like that, man, who just want a chance to go to school, to get an education, to get a better job, to support their family back home. Then I, I meet I meet others, and I'll be like, "You gonna get deported? Just straight out the gate." Like when I when it, like when you actually just one guy actually got called it. Like every time you go, he. Like Main Street, when I DJ Main Street for a couple of years back in, in Lincoln, like this dude would go to the club every night and have a fight. I told him dead to his face one day. I said, you're going to get deported. And the last of my ass, he got deported. Listen, man, like like America is great, bro. Like it, it, it can be great. It can, it can, it can change people's lives. But it's just, I, I realize now it's, it's, uh, it's what you do when you come up here, bro. That's, you know, it's mentality, man. Yeah, it's that mentality we do when you come up here. And and, and refugees, man, like it, it, it. When I when I see a refugee, like, and you come up here and you waste your 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 life, right? And you and you could you could you could you could find a hidden talent, and you waste your life. That could have been my brother's trip. Mm. You know, like like that that was my mindset for a long time. Like when my brother died, because bro, that process, yo, just to just to get on papers to come up here, that's a long process. Yeah. A very long process. So when when he passed away and I meet a refugee and and like you just doing whatever, whatever, I'd be like, the reason why it took a long time, the reason why it took that long, because your 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 name was on that list as well. And I look at that as that could have been him. That could have been his trip. And it was blown on you. And you came to America and you made you did nothing with it. And now you get you got deported back. I had that mentality for a long time. But you know, sometimes you just got like every I have I have tats all over my hand and it's all his favorite things. You know, we used to watch uh, this movie where, you know, he's like, the, you know, he loved tigers and stuff like uh, Tiger here, his name here. I mean, every single tap besides one is, is all about him. 
which is why, like, like when I meet, like, people at my job can't, always ask me, why do I always, when I see a guy, like, no matter what color, whatever, the first one to come out, I'm either a sir or brother. You know, from that moment on, I started calling everybody brother. Like, if I don't call you sir, I'll be like, what's up, bro? Or what's up? Like, I would literally say brother. Like, at work, I'd be like, okay, brother. Like, I, in my email, I'll say, hey, brother, what's up? And, and one day, the meeting, I was like, yo, why you, why, you, why are you calling me your brother? You know, why are you calling me your brothers? I was like, imagine if we all were. Because I'm going to pick up a gun to end your life. You're not know it's like it's crazy because people, you know, it's easy now. But if we all were, maybe life would be different, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's that that's a that's a that's a dope, beautiful sentiment, man. Um well, I'm thankful for you. Man, for real, bro. I'm <laughs> like, thankful like, for yeah. you. Appreciate you. And I know this this isn't uh probably the route that you would like to go, but if given the opportunity, I will beat the shit out your stepmama. Okay. <laughs> Listen. I mean that from the bottom of my heart because she's out of control. I will really beat her ass. Yeah. And that's just me telling you that I love you, okay? Love you, <laughs> love you, bro. Hey, hey, but I'm going I'm to I'm tell you this, though, brother. Like, just hearing your story, man, to see where you at, I done been in the car with my family and, and heard a DJ Swift come on the radio. Like, that's mm-hmm. a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, like right where it come on, <clears throat> my little girl, like, Oh, ain't that ain't that your friend? You know what I mean? And it's just it, you know, it make me proud to even say all that is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, oh, brother. So, so, so I, I, definitely, man, I hear so, you on the radio. Salute, you know what I mean? Salute to you, man. Because and it make me feel the like stuff, the I stuff you've been through so with a broken. Right yeah. I feel so ungrateful right this now. Yeah. The stuff you've been through with a broke a lot of people. Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. All right, so absolutely, baby. I kept, like, I, I kept, I kept this part. I kept this part. So, hidden talent. You know, I never knew what that was. One of one of my favorite movies is this movie called uh, A Bronx Tale. I don't know if you guys seen it before. Oh, Robert yeah. De Niro, oh, yeah, where uh, Robert De Niro's son witnessed a gangster uh, kill a dude out in broad daylight, and the, the kid didn't snitch. And then the gangster took the son on a uh, Robert De Niro's son on his wing. I watched that movie my fourth by the fourth day I got, I got back to to America, uh, and I, it was on HBO and I remember that was that was one of the, the, the movie I actually watched all the way through. Uh, and at the end of the movie, they talk about waste of talent, you know. And for years, I searched, what is my hidden talent? Now I, I, I dance. I used to dance where I, I was in the dance group and everything like that. I, uh, Almost went on tour with Tech Nine one day, one at one time, but I missed I missed that trip. But I told my hidden talent was dancing, and then I picked up this thing that where I asked a lot of people to help me, like people who I admired, like people in back in back in Ken, in Kansas, like yo, can you help? Can you help me? Show me how to DJ. And everybody said no, nah, like just blew me off. YouTube. Everything I learned today is off YouTube because other DJs download their stuff on YouTube and talk about how to do stuff like that. And when I moved to when I moved to Lincoln, like 2015, 2016, I sat up all 2016. Never really DJ heavily like that. 
2017, I got that spot of brothers on New Year's Eve for the Husker game that was in the rail yard. Fast forward to 2019, I got signed on a contract to work for Red. I was doing DJing heavily every every weekend. Now I'm doing weddings. I went to a weddings expo. I got this new sick DJ booth with the entire thing as a TV screen. First ever, maybe. And I went to a wedding expo, man, and it, it went crazy. Where next year I'm I'm hoping to just stack up. But uh, which is why I want I was gonna I was gonna holler at Jay, <laughs> my man Jay over here, mm. because I might need be needing some stuff for. I don't know if you guys can. I'm gonna try, try to get it to the camera. But oh. That's Cox work. But the whole entire thing is a, is a, but the whole entire, the whole entire thing is a, is a TV screen. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, this, 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 this thing I I grew to love, man. Nobody, nobody really, you know what I mean? Show me. And five months Five months before she died, she felt bad that she tried to give me away. You know, I was having a heart-to-heart conversation. And she's like, the reason why I, I, I didn't come around as, as your mom when you got back home, because I felt bad that I tried, I tried to give you away. And it was my responsibility to take care of you. And we talked, and I was like, you know, my, my life, you know, everybody's life has ups and downs, you know? But we here, you know. I went through a lot, and the conversation was being had when I, when I was when I was like here in in, in Nebraska, and, and I was, and I, I was, you know, had a little bit of a name for myself. And then she was like, "What? So what? What are you doing now?" And I was like, "Well, I work for for this company, uh, but I'm a DJ now. You know, I, 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 I do. I'm doing. It, I love it and stuff like that." <laughs> My mom was a DJ. Your biological, your biological mom. Yep. Wow. She had, she had her own show. She had her own show on the internet. Like when I when I want to go visit, she showed me. She would just sit, go on the internet. She would talk. She would play. You know, it was always R and B music and nineties, eighties. You know, slow jams and stuff like that. She would talk to people. <clears throat> like she wasn't like you know on the turntables or some DJ, but yeah. she did it at a, you know at her own computer. Like she had, she would talk to people. She had the most smoothest voice ever man like like she I, she she's some person like you you'd be you be mad at your mom but she would just when she come to you and just she can just say I'm sorry baby and it's and it's just done you know yeah five months later hey, right, yeah and then, and then uh she died right before COVID mm. yeah I got a call like I um I remember like I was sitting I was just talking about it too I was like I'm going to go see my mom, you know, here real soon. Uh, I was at, I was at a, a gate 25. I was sitting there with, with a few friends talking and my phone rang. Now I know when, uh, when a call, when a call comes from, from Ohio that late, like 11 o'clock, it's never good. And my, my heart just went straight to my mom. Like it was ringing and I was, I was, I was with a, a, a Valencia at the time. And she was like, you going to answer it? I said, I, I, I got a sense of bad news. I think it's my mom. You know, she had another stroke again. It's not good. And the moment I answered that phone, my my my, uh, my cousin Danielle was crying. I said, my mom was watching TV and uh, 
on her favorite couch. I guess she had another stroke on the couch. So, like, people, people do this thing because they love it. Some people do it because of the money. Some people do it because of both. But at that moment, I knew I, I knew I'd do it for a whole lot of reasons. One, it's my hidden talent because it was my mom's. Two, it saved my life. Three, I love the fuck out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went to, I went, uh, uh, Power 1069 threw me to the Wolves. And they had a concert here for Ice Cube. And it just said, here. <laughs> I remember seeing that concert. Yeah, it was like, here. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, uh, 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 you, get, you get a DJ for two hours. You know, let's see what you can do. By the time I left the stage, it was offering me a job. Mm. And that was so, just that was recent too. How the one that just a few months ago? Yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I took a picture with a uh, with Dub C. If I'm if, if that's his, uh, I don't know which one is it that I found out they kind of fell out. And he was cool, man. Yeah, Dove C, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, uh, Charles, man, tell the people where they can find you at, bro. So, uh, give them your socials. I, of course, I'm posting uh, everything in the leak of the video when I post it online tomorrow. But Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, of course, if, you, if you're if in Lincoln, uh, come check out R&B Night once a month. It's a Nebraska bar. Uh, Trey been there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a yeah. different vibe. And, and the thing is, go ahead, Trey. I was going to say it's an adult vibe. Yeah. That's what type of vibe it is. It's an adult vibe. Yeah, Ain't going to be no fighting. It's going to be good music. <clears throat> 90s R&B, hip hop, you know what I mean? Early 2000s. It's just a good vibe, man. And b- behind the whole truth is like Lamar. <laughs> like, you know, like clubs, my brother, Lamar don't come out no more. Amazing. He's a, he, he's like, he like another brother that I met where it's like he he gives the best advice. Like, you know, I'm 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 in love with my fiance. Like for me, I got I got I got um I got certain I got love for everybody, but it's it's, it's, it's at a certain level. Like Lamar, Lamar is like I said at my birthday, he's the he's the missing he's the missing words in my thoughts. Like I'll be thinking about something and I'm like, okay, let me call Lamar real quick. You know what I mean? And we'll talk and we'll chop it up. You know, my fiance completes me. You know what I mean? But there's certain people in your life that that just that, that in your life for a reason. You know what I mean? And I'm glad I met him because through him, I met Trey, I met you, Jay. So it's like, you know what I mean? Now through through Lamar again, now I'm meeting you lovely folks, you know, here on, on the Zoom. But you can find me on Instagram, official underscore DJ Swift, uh, Facebook, Charles Breeze. DJ Swift, uh, and you can if you want to catch me on the radio uh, Monday through Fridays uh, from three to from three to six. So from three to from three to uh, to five, I'm talking live between music at six o'clock. At five o'clock, I mix to six, and then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I DJ live on Power One Six Nine from five to six. So I can uh, you see the time there, like yeah. Lincoln. Five to six, Omaha. Five to six, because you know the the cool thing is sometimes you you, you won't catch Power One Six Nine in Lincoln. 
you got to have a, a really damn good car to catch it. But if not, man, like, you know, radio is radio. Like, you can you can do 50 things. I can I can be DJing live at 5 here, live at 5 there, live at 5 over here. You know, it's just it's just the exposure. Mm-hmm. So, but catch the mix, man, you know, to tap in and uh, – Hopefully one day I can I can I can go DJ in Texas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gonna get you there, man. This will this will yeah. this a, this is a platform that we are working for to build for everybody, man. That's why I want to have you on. I knew you had a uh, extremely mo- powerful, motivating story, uh, man. Like I said, I bro, I appreciate every moment of this. Uh, definitely appreciate you showing up, man. And every like I said, everybody, y'all check out uh, Swift. Like y'all, like I said, I, I post his socials in the link of the podcast and uh, the link of YouTube, so y'all can uh, y'all can check him out and reach out to him. Um, man, if y'all don't got nothing else, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up, brother. I'm gonna put a button on this because I, I can't follow that up with nothing. <laughs> right. Man, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for having me. Like, I catch a show at a time on YouTube and sometimes I, I, uh, I would tap in on it on Instagram when you leave the little clip. Mm-hmm. Y'all be, <laughs> y'all be going at it, bro. Y'all, oh, yeah. listen, you know, when I, when I'm sitting at work and stuff like that, you know, doing, you know. Uh, uh, I got the three monitors at work and stuff. So, like, for on, on the screen over here, I, I was just tapping on on the Instagram. I'm on YouTube and just had that joint be playing. And I'll be sitting with these headphones on. I'll be dying laughing. Like, what are you laughing at? I'll be like, you, you don't want to know. <laughs> <You> wanna... <laughs> <laughs> no, tell them shit. Tell them. Fuck that. Tell them. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was an episode where, you know, you was talking, you was talking, Jay, and you had to stop. And because because Trey was doing some over there, like it probably, it probably no wait wait, it was a screen like his screen was half over here like <laughs> he's like bro why, why your screen like you know he's like, <laughs> bro he, he do it all the time he, 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 was, he was trying to embarrass me man instead of just because I was listening I was listening and it was getting good and when he stopped and everybody started laughing so I stopped working. And I went to the thing and I and I rewinded it and I'm like, <laughs> then you had to look at the fool on the camera. <laughs> he had the whole screen, but his face was like, here. You know? <laughs> Listen, Swift, I'm, I'm on I'm on background number twenty five, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been in every corner of my house. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to make some shit make, work over trying here. Trying to make this man happy. Trying to make this man happy, man. But but uh, man, listen, man. The, um, I would like one of these days. One of the things like I would love to to come to one of these days. Like I, like uh, him, Jay and I was talking yesterday, and I was like, "Listen, I'm I'm a because uh, I used to broadcast live over the pandemic, you know what I mean? Because DJ was on lockdown, so I had the whole broadcast and live thing. I, I uh, did create this thing called Mixcloud for DJs, where you can be able to broad, you can be able to broadcast where you won't get shut down because music rights. So uh, I got the whole giddy up, and one of these days, you know, like. Uh, I would love to come showcase the talent on your network, oh, yeah. on your platform, oh, and yeah. uh, and and sooner or later, man, there's a school, uh, there's a lady I'm talking to where uh, I'm hoping to go, and uh, where I can be show a bunch of kids how to DJ and stuff like that. So, like, you know, appreciate God, you know, the the, the this we, my, my, I guess my end of the day is hate if you if you have hate in your heart, it, it, you know, because I had it, you know. It, it, it won't it won't get you far because all all you will be blinded by is the hate you have in your heart. But if if you humble and you realize that you know if you if you humble around people you never know where where, where that humble can get you. You know what I mean? Like and that and that's it. Like that I feel like that's the that's 
everybody has their own key to the marathon. But for me, forgiveness and humble. I, I put, I, I, I forgive, uh, you know, a lot of people. I put that hurt behind me and I became really humble because I could have, I could have been dead a long time ago. Life could be worse because on my best day, on my worst day, it's somebody's best. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, man. But grow, but I appreciate Jay, man, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing, man. This platform that you have, you're very good at it. Uh, you should do radio, bro. <laughs> I, hey, listen. We have, we have to see where we, where we go from here. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. I, I I ain't turning nothing down with my collar. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got your, yeah. That, all of y'all, man. All of y'all. This platform, like uh, seriously, because like on a weekday, I, I go to the studio and I sit in the studio by myself. Like there's nobody there with me, and I'm talking a microphone to the point where sometimes like I, I I will use a picture. Like if I want to talk about something sentimental, I put my my sister like a family thing. I put my sister picture up and like I'm like I'm talking to my sister. It was something funny that I probably put Lamar picture on because that nigga a character, yeah. and I would say that would be would be would be you know, but now I'm so I'm so okay with it. I can just go in and strike up a conversation, but mm-hmm. it's like I'm talking to someone. Yeah, and uh, you guys like I love listening to you guys, man. I, I keep doing it. Yeah, I keep pre- doing it, man. Appreciate that. Man, and on, on that note, man, we're we going to get up out of here. Listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. Like I said, y'all y'all know where to find DJ Swift at. Look in the show notes. We're definitely going to put the links in there. And we'll see y'all next week with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. Peace. <laughs>